0: And boom, we're back for another episode of AlphaCast. I'm Mike Winter, and I'm here as always with the great Dr. Bear Paul Lando coming to you live and direct (laughs) from the gorgeous, beautiful blue waters of the Smith River up here in the great state of Jefferson, where freedom still reigns supreme. I just want to give a huge thank you to our community and everybody who's been supporting us over the last few years. We have so much gratitude and just are so blessed to have you guys in our lives Uh, The Telegram group has just been amazing of late. I mean, it has been for a long time, but you guys, the the conversations we're having in there and the way that the community supports each other is really unique. And, um, you know, I go, I I almost just live on there now. I don't even, I like to go on a couple other Telegram groups, but um, it's really incredible what we've done there. So for those who are interested in joining that, you can at t.me forward slash alpha vedic we also have a wonderful discord still going until they censor and kick us off and that's alphabetic.com forward slash discord uh there's a couple legends in there that post every day really funny content too and we thank you guys for being with us god bear this is like show 140 or 141 or something like that i mean can you believe this
1: we've been yeah pretty amazing
0: yeah. So, And
1: Mike, by the way, I really appreciate your intro with me today, the great Dr. Lando. So I'd, I'd like it if maybe in our personal life, you keep referring to me that way, you know, when you're up here at the farm and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I usually
0: say that in my head, but I don't want to blow your ego up too much. So I don't always, <laughs> I don't always uh, uh, enunciate it that way, but um, we all know you're the great Dr. Lando. It goes unsaid, it goes unsaid.
1: If people could always hear us in our private conversations, right?
0: how great would we really be um we have speaking of greatness the great brian stably on today uh we're gonna go deep into mandela effect uh what uh the relation our relation to time to this reality the plasticity of it one of my favorite all-time topics because it really um is uh profound in showing us really what this realm is all about, um, so I want to jump right into it. Bear, do you have any uh, quick uh, little housekeeping, um, anything right now for our community before we fire this right into with Brian?
1: No, I'm I'm good. Let's just uh, uh, let's just get Brian on here. Uh, do your intro. I'll give a little perspective maybe. And uh, Brian, awesome having you here today, buddy. And thanks for making time with us. We know you're a busy guy out there these days, so. Uh, We've been looking forward to seeing you for a long time here.
0: Yeah, Brian is a prolific content maker. I mean, he's got thousands of videos, I think, at this point, or like, what, 1,800 videos or something crazy, Uh, just out there really pushing the truth. And also something I don't know if you know about, uh, Bear, but Brian successfully flew during the CV uh, PSYOP. He flew on a plane many, many times maskless. Um, and i'm gonna we're on YouTube right now, so I'm gonna try to use uh, uh, as uh, our my friend Matt at Quantum of Conscious says hobo hobo keywords, <laughs> code words. <laughs> but um definitely uh, mad props to you, Brian, because you um just held true to yourself this whole time and really got out there and pushed for um for truth in the in the health realm as well, not just doing your your show about Mandela and other things. So mad props to you, brother. Um, I love what we're saying today. Mandela meets Bigfoot. We threw that in there because that's we love Bigfoot too. We'll go woo as we want today. Uh, Brian Staley joins the AlphaCast crew to examine the ubiquitous evidence of Mandela effect. For those unfamiliar with the term Mandela effect, it connotes anomalous changes of physical matter and familiar events over observable timelines. Is it possible for these unexplainable changes observed by many relative Uh, To known events, people, and physical structures to have actually occurred, or is it simply the phenomenon of the misremembering of history? Ryan Stavely is a relentless researcher and podcast host who has delved deeply into many of the mysteries uh, proposedly ignored by the legacy media who dismissively label such stories as quote-unquote conspiracy theories. Brian believes there's much more to Mandela Effect than a mere lapse of accurate recollection, and he'll share voluminous corroborations from geography, biblical changes, anatomical structures, recorded media, and verses and songs to plant seeds even in the most skeptical of minds. Is Mandela Effect a purposeful glitch in the matrix to get our attention, or are, are the boys from downstairs manipulating our reality for no good or as I like to think maybe this is a our collective consciousness subliminally doing things now that we're more connected via the internet but our discussion will take us to the heart of humanity's epic struggle between good and evil and reveal a new depth of understanding to prevailing current events and as always in true alpha cast fashion nothing's off the table here really excited to get deep into this bear I know this is close to your heart we've been talking about Mandela effect on the show a bit, but behind the scenes for years and years and years. So finally, we're really diving into this.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, there's a lot to Mandela uh, myself. Uh, I think I've had some personal experiences as well. I don't just chalk them up to senior moments. I think there's really something to it. Um, You you know, I'd like to uh, start off today just with a little context. Uh, Oh, by the way, Brian, I threw in Bigfoot in the title there, not to cast any uh, shade on... On uh, the truth of behind Mandela, but we do happen to live in Bigfoot country, and everybody in the in the locality up here has a Bigfoot story. So, um, so I just thought it was kind of fun. Anyway, um, you know, we introduce a lot of topics on AlphaCast. We go into <clears throat> alchemy versus scientism, uh, legal versus lawful. Um, uh, the fact that uh, you know, we live in a technological realm of intelligent design versus um, a, an insignificant little ball floating around in, in the universe, it uh, accidentally created itself uh, one day. Um, you know, we go into these things because this is uh, really for each one of us at this historical epo- epoch, to make the decision, uh, in my opinion, to climb the spiritual ladder, to ascend up the spiritual ladder or not. And um, <clears throat> what we've been brought into by the would-be controllers is um, you know, just this neurological engramming from birth where we look through the world with a, uh, a one-eyed colorblind perspective And it's literally uh, how we've been trained. And Mike, I want to go into uh, a couple podcasts about, uh, you know, how Steiner uh, uh, riffing off the work of Goethe, where they delineate how our neurology, you know, sees from different perspectives, depending how we're trained, and then also how that incorporates our spiritual evolution, you know, we'll just put it loosely that way. And uh, when you really understand why we have this myopic perspective that makes it difficult to understand concepts like Mandela, uh, thought-based universe, um, you know, alchemy, all the things we talk about on this, uh, on this show, you know, it's, it, we, have, we have a mission statement here at AlphaCast is what my point is. It's not just to entertain you folks with phenomena and stuff. Yeah, it's fun you know, it's kind of trippy, you know, to, to entertain some of these concepts. But what we're really trying to do is break down the narrative a little bit at a time, you know, we're using the 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 uh, normie uh, channels like YouTube and everything, you know, to get our stuff out. And we're also trying to bring in the best in all these different fields to share their evidence. So today, we have uh, Brian joining us who has really spent a long time amassing not just evidence, but also a lot of perspective as far as what Mandela is. And, uh, you know, so folks, the point is, is uh, there's a lot more to our reality than we give it credit to. It also explains why we get into waveform physics and the things that would actually explain why timelines exist, why we experience time as we do, and why certain interdimensional intelligences very easily manipulate us on the mental plane to play around with time to make us, um, you know, experience these things that we're going to talk about today. And then, uh, Brian, I think you've uh, mentioned before on some of your talks, and I kind of agree with this, that there is also some input from higher intelligence that is trying to get our intelligence to, uh, you you know, to get our attention so that we wake up and we can then, you know, bring us into our natural position within this realm and do what we're supposed to do in the first place. So, Brian, thanks so much for being with us today. And why don't you start off with just uh, taking us through some baby steps of uh, what Mandela is, some of the evidence, you know, we don't want you to have to repeat all the the stuff over and over again, but then use that to maybe launch us into a deeper discussion as far as what we might be looking at.
2: Sure, no problem. So what the Mandela effect is, first off what you'll find is when you, the Mandela effect is when there are these shifts in our reality where things are being supernaturally changed now. At the beginning, that might sound a little ridiculous, but wait until I get into it more. So what people want you to think the Mandela effect is, ideally, what the media wants you to think is happening and people want you to think is happening is massive amounts of people, and I mean millions of people, are all misremembering the same thing, and then the other same thing, and then the other same thing, over and over and over, but that's not what's happening at all. Well, they want you to believe that the Mandela effect is just a thing of products being reissued like for instance you'll hear about some of these mandala effects like you'll hear about uh mr roger's neighborhood for instance okay mr roger's neighborhood very this is a very big mandala effect this is just a media one but we're going to get into deeper stuff later but mr roger's neighborhood is great because it's something everybody is familiar with he used to come through the door and he used to sing this theme song he used to say it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood everybody knows that everybody's recited it. Uh, This is even more than like seeing a movie or something because like I watch Mr. Rogers every day, like so many people my age. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You all know it. In this reality now, he's never said that. He says, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Now I'm not telling people to go online, download an episode that might be manipulated. Literally, if you have this recorded on VHS in your own house and pop it in, He's going to come through the door and say, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. So we're talking about physical matters that in your possession have changed. Uh, Even even like the Volkswagen, right? The Volkswagen is a big one for me. And this is a logo change. Logo changes grab your attention. And I do believe a lot of this is to grab our attention, okay? The Volkswagen used to be a V and a W that were merged inside of a circle. That was the emblem. The Volkswagen now, the V and the W are split. So when I tell you that the Volkswagen logo has changed, what people will want to tell you is, Brian, companies and logos and brands can change names. And of course they can. But all of that is easily, you could debunk me in two minutes if that was the case. You can go on sites like Logopedia and other places and show a documented change. But what I'm telling you, if you remember the V and the W merged together on a Volkswagen, even if you own a Volkswagen, go outside in your driveway now and look at it, and the it's going to be separated with a big gap like this supernatural changes to the physical matter in this reality that retroactively go all the way back in the past. That's what the Mandela effect is. Now, what they want to do is tell you it's not happening and misremembering, and most people buy that, but they do put articles out about it, so people are deceived. What they've done is they've been able to cleverly gatekeep this and present it as if they're putting it in a good light. So, what they'll do is they'll, t- they'll, they'll put a top 40 list out on Yahoo or whatever. And they'll talk about popular media changes. And, and for the most part, these are legit Mandela effects, but they never get into the fact that we have physical evidence, which we call residue, that backs up everybody's memory. They want you to leave it at, oh, well, all these people have a memory that's not right. It's like this quirky thing. And then maybe you'll even go off on your own and find out, oh, we think they just repackaged and rebranded these movies. Now- I have a ton of Mandela effect videos, and I'm not saying I can't make mistakes. Anybody can make mistakes, of course. But out of all the products and logos and brands and company ones that I have covered, these people that say, oh, companies, logos, and brands can change names, they never come back and show you and say, hey, this is where you're wrong. It's not a Mandela effect. This is the documented change. Like One of them, for instance, that everybody knows, Stouffers stovetop stuffing has never existed in this reality. I used to eat it all the time. Okay. In this reality, it's always been Kraft. At one point there was another company involved, I think it was General Foods or something. They sold it to Kraft. Stouffer's has never been in the equation. Now people will say, "Oh, well Stouffer's must have sold it to Kraft and that's not a Mandela effect." So show us. Show us where that went down. That's not what this is. And then as we move the conversation more, you guys will see it gets much deeper. There are Bible changes. And when I say Bible changes, I understand that there's so many different translations of the Bible. The Bible's been changed through time, manipulated, and all that. I'm talking about the ones that are sitting in your house. I'm gonna blow some minds today. If you've never really looked into this, uh, geography changes, human anatomy changes. This is the big stuff. You gotta start with the little stuff because you can't tell somebody, hey. Your anatomy's changed under your skin, even though you've been living your life like this. Now, all of a sudden, your bone structure is different. Your organs are in different places. By the way, land masses have shifted. And I don't mean over time, I don't mean continental drift. We're going to talk about geography changes. And when we do, if you resonate with what I'm saying, in locations of certain places, you're going to go and look at the old dusty fake globe in your basement. You can go look at a flat earth map on the wall. You can go in an encyclopedia and look at any uh, projection you want. Galpitas, you know, Mercado, all of them, all the changes I say are going to be reflected on those things, no matter how old they are. So that's what the Mandela effect is. My opinion. <laughs>
1: that, that's, that's a great intro. I really want to get into the anatomical stuff. I mean, that, that stuff's mind blowing. Um, so Brian, are you going to be able to share any uh, images with us today?
2: Yeah, I can definitely share some images for sure because there's some okay, famous fantastic. Artwork, um, the famous artwork and monuments uh-huh. that are on kind of like a biblical scale. That I mean, these things are changing, and I think they're very significant. So I definitely would like to show some some of those at some point for sure.
0: Yeah, and really, what? Okay, you, well, I think one thing we really want to make very adamantly clear here is that we are talking about a redactive shift of physicality and of Uh, literally the reality shifting in real time of of, and it retroactively changes everything in the past too so this isn't this is physical this is this is doing with time this has to do with our memory obviously memory we can get into all these things but that's what's what brian you make so clear and it's so important to understand what the mandela effect yeah and and it's not brian
2: nothing to do with things being reissued it's nothing to do with things being reissued and again with like, like with any topic, people can put out bad videos, and of course, there's bad Mandela videos out there. Okay, but that's with any topic. We're talking about what I'm presenting and what I'm talking about right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Doctor.
1: No, no. I was just gonna say, Brian, uh, the reason why we get into a lot of the subject matter, like waveform mechanics, on this show, is because a lot of what you're gonna be discussing today can actually be explained, and uh, you know that's uh, it, uh, maybe you know a topic for another day. But uh, that's why none of this stuff, you know, really stretches my imagination. So if you could start off with uh, whatever you think is a good place to, you know, just start introducing some more imagery examples, uh, you know, uh, yeah, take it away.
2: Perfect. I'll probably uh, I'll give you about five or ten minutes to my start with the Mandela effect, and that'll bring us quickly into some imagery of some of the first big ones. Okay, that's cool. And also,
0: Brian, you recently on a stream shared a list of five hundred Mandela effects. Now, all of them, you you don't vet. But it just goes to show that there is a copious amount of this out there now.
2: Oh, dude. I mean, yeah. And I actually have that list pulled up. And again, I don't agree with everyone on that, but I do uh, agree with most of them that I'm familiar with. I don't think there's any ill intent on that list. So we can talk about that later. Um, but I have uh, what I consider personal huge ones, 100% for me on a short list that I made. And now I have over 100 videos on that list. Each video is just about uh, one change. But I'll, I'll give people my run up to it. My run up to it was uh, originally there was a change that happened to me in like 1999. Didn't recognize it as a change. It kind of confused me, brushed it off right later on. And we'll talk about that because everybody's kind of had those now when they reflect back. Didn't realize what the Mandela effect was, but something changed for them a long, long time ago. I had one of those, but the first notable change like that was presented to me. Hey, this is called the Mandela effect. It was the Berenstein Berenstein Bears, which, you know, everybody's heard about it. Uh, it's, I, I hate even telling the story because it's so freaking boring. Uh, I would like to address the Nelson Mandela thing real quick. I think the whole idea of the Nelson Mandela uh, being called the Mandela effect and all that is the PSYOP. That is a complete PSYOP. I think that the, now with the Mandela effect, we do have examples of people that have, for many of us, died and then all of a sudden they're back on the scene years later. Um, that does happen. But that's a terrible way to introduce people to the topic. It's the hardest type of Mandela effect to prove, to find residue for. And now you're talking about Nelson Mandela. So whether Nelson Mandela is what they say or what they say he wasn't, um, he's a polarizing guy. So just that name alone instantly turns people off. It happened to my own mother. Instantly turned my mother off from the topic. Now she's into it. But the name right away, she couldn't stand Nelson Mandela. So she's turned off to it. The other thing you guys will hear about is Fiona Broome uh, and this whole story. And Fiona Broom, in my opinion, is a controlled opposition asset. She does nothing for the Mandela effect. She's never on anybody's shows. She'll pop up every once in a great while on something like Coast to Coast and completely bomb the interview. She has a website that's always broken that she leads people to. And just the other day, I had put out an article, not an article, I did a show covering Mandela effect disinformation. There was a piece from the India Today that was like literally just calling it false memory. And it was saying that it's when several people have the same mem- several. Several billion, right? And Fiona Broom promoted this on her Twitter. And I'm like, oh, so we don't, we don't, don't worry about that. That's like the Flat Earth Society of the Mandela Effect. Pay no attention to Fiona Broom and the Nelson Mandela story. I know for some people he did die in jail. I just think that's a terrible way in. Okay. But the Berenstein Bears was presented to me. I knew something was up because I knew it was the Berenstein Bears, not the Berenstein. But at the same time, I was uh, knees deep into exposing NASA and my head was kind of, you know, not all the way into this yet. It took me a few months and then a big one happened to me. And that's when we can talk about, and that is geography change. So if I was to ask everybody that's in the chat, and if you are Mandela affected or recognize it, tell me what you always remembered it to be. If I asked everybody where South America was located to North America What would you say? And, you know, most people would say, well, Brian, I mean, of course, it's it's right underneath North America. But now South America, and this is what really jolted me, South America has shifted about 1500 miles or so over to the east to the right. Okay, and it's moved so far over and out of place that the Panama Canal, because Central America used to come down and hit the top of South America on Venezuela and the Panama Canal is east and west. Now the Panama Canal is north and south because it's shifted so far. The tip of Central America hits the left side of South America. And when you're looking at that same thing, Cuba used to be a small island to the southeast of Florida for me. If any of this resonates for you guys, this is not a map projection issue. I know it sounds like it. I know they make maps. I know maps are fake. I know satellite imagery. I know all that crap. Okay? Okay. But if you remember South America underneath North America, if you remember Panama Canal east and west, or if you remember Cuba, a small island to the southeast of Florida, you better look now. Cuba is as big as Florida, and it's drifting completely west, and it's almost connected to Mexico now. So and, – and you can check your old globes, your old maps in your house. It doesn't matter how old. So that rocked my world, and then I also – right around that time – was presented with the JFK Mandela effect. So those two things right there made me realize, okay, this is much bigger than media change. And like, we're talking about the entire earth. The entire earth has shifted, like the entire earth. And it, it was crazy, man, crazy for me. So that that's where I really uh, dove in, started to dive into it deep right there. And JFK, by the way, people know I'm familiar with the four people versus the six. Now, if they've been looking at Mandela effect a little bit, Or they've heard about how there's now six people in the car. That thing has changed so many times that people don't even know about. Like they know about that Mandela effect. They don't know that I can show you 13 different videos of the assassination from all different angles. From all these different people that were running around with Panasonic hand cameras back in the time. In color. The Zapruder film was now always shot in color. Now there's always been audio that goes along with the alleged four shots. And they allegedly heard the third one come from the grass. They know it's called the dictabelt recording. This thing keeps changing. It's wild, and then the historical changes just just blew my mind. You know the stuff backstage, or it might have been right when we started. You mentioned the Statue of Liberty real quick. Everything to do with the Statue of Liberty is insane to me. And Black Tom, if you guys want to get into it, I mean that's my biggest Mandela effect.
1: And some this, of these, these changes seem things. to. Some of these changes seem to also suggest. Um, uh, how should I say it? Just a different uh, perspective, as far as uh, you know, our Creator and uh, you know, just the relationship between ourselves and Creator. So it's almost like things, uh, you know, are altered in order to manipulate us into, uh, you know, again more of a perspective where it makes it easier for us to control uh, or be controlled. Is Uh, Do you want to get in that at all? And also, you know, with the map thing, I I get it how most people are probably going to be saying, well, you know, they just made changes on the map. So how do we uh, drive that in our mind as far as, um, okay, are these actual geographical changes versus, uh, you know, just changes we see on imagery?
2: Yeah, no problem. I can hammer that home because think about it this way. Like, yeah, I can tell you that these continents shifted and it's a Mandela effect, right? But I'm not telling you to go on Google Earth and look. Obviously, that whatever narrative they want to push is going to be on that fake ball that they push. You know, uh, It's going to be however they want to lay it out. I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying, again, listen to what I said, people in the chat. If you remember the Panama Canal East and West, if you remember South America underneath North America, if you remember Cuba, a small island to the southeast of Florida, what I'm asking you to look at are not obscure things. I'm asking you to look in your house... Many people still have encyclopedias. Many people still have globes. Uh, Many people have old maps. You will not find one single one that represents that reality that I just explained. So it has nothing to do with maps being reprojected, fake satellite imagery after the fact of what you already remember. You could pull out your old school books where you remembered it was here, but now it's here and it's connected to the left side.
1: Thank you, that, that was the point I wanted
2: to make sure that didn't escape people. Yeah, check now people, seriously, check now, take, take the minute and, and grab whatever you have for an old map in your house and check. Look where South America is. Look at the size and shape of Cuba and Cuba is way West. It looks like it's gonna connect to Mexico soon. That'll be on all your maps guaranteed, check it out. You know, and I forget what your other question was. You had a two part question, I'm sorry.
1: Well, one more comment on that, you know, it's a little bit more uh, difficult for younger generations to appreciate a lot of that. But for some of us old timers, that have really good uh, recollections, especially since we went through uh, educational systems that were a little bit more rigorous back in that day and had certain (laughs) memories drilled into our, you know, minds more, you know, it's, it's a very obvious change. So some of this, Uh, for the new folks out there you know they might not even have a a contrast in their memory
2: but Um, they do the new folks like one thing beautiful about Mm -hmm. the mandela effect and a lot of these videos are you know they're hard for me to promote because they're very uh you know they're not the type of stuff i where i get deep whatever but there's a lot of kids out there making videos because there's so many changes in the newer media too and in their cartoons and things like this and and they are noticing changes in like you know some of, the, some of the lighter stuff, the cereal brand, like Raisin Bran, for instance, right? You guys remember Raisin Bran, the mm-hmm. son with the sunglasses? He's never had sunglasses now. Just like the Monopoly man has never had a monocle now. All these famous mm-hmm. iconic characters are all losing their accessories. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse has never had suspenders. Curious George has never had a tail. Like these are all Mandela effects. I don't focus so much on those because we're getting deeper into it now, but the vast amount of things that have changed. Like if you have a movie collection in your house, I could blow your mind with the things that have changed on it. I mean, how about Field the dreams? If you build it, they will come. Now it's, if you build it, he will come. There's a lot of the plural going into singular uh, uh, red hot chili peppers under the bridge. It's the city I live in the city of angels. Now he says the city of angel. Now it goes the other way as well. Jewel, everybody knows the song, Who Will Save Your Soul. Who Will Save Your Soul, still titled that. Now she says, Who Will Save Your Souls, repeatedly, over and over, not in a remix. In your own album, you can look at your own official album, the old official MTV video. They've changed your own album. Take it off the shelf and check it, people. That's all you got to do. Don't be scared. And we'll get to Bible changes later, too. Take it off the shelf, because that's when I'm really going to roll some people's heads, people that say that that can't happen. It's unbelievable. Anybody that says the scripture can't change, if they were to do a live thing with me without being able to Google something in front of them. I mean, I would roll over them and like they would they would they would show that they don't know anything. Almost they might get one or two out of 20 correct to the current reality because it's changed so much. And there's a lot of different takes on that. Like, is it Satan doing it? Is it Satan doing it? Is it God doing it? But something supernatural is changing the scriptures, changing your anatomy, changing aviation. All of aviation has changed. Look at commercial airliners now. If you look at a commercial not like a seven, you know, 777, 767, 757, going back like all 20, 30 years with like one exception of a Boeing 737, they all have the engines misplaced now they're not under the wings they're way out in front and they don't look structurally sound at all you can look at your own photographs if you were on a runway with one of those planes behind you and the engine's going to be all the way out front photographic evidence of a mandela effect something that has changed the photos change to match the evidence and we have proof of this with the thinker statue and if you want to present some imagery soon we can blow some minds and talk about that statue
0: yeah yeah it is interesting how a lot of the classic Mandela effects are like these little weird things. They're not profound changes. They're like these tiny little glitches, almost like there's a little tease going on. But would you say, Brian, that they're getting bigger and bigger and more momentum, more one, there's more coming, there's more happening now, or is it just us now awake to it and seeing it more? Um, and and then are they getting bigger? Are they getting more profound, more intense? Good.
2: Yeah, they're getting bigger. And it's, it's not just the little things. I know, um, you know, th- but there's been so much that's happened. It was the little things at first. You are correct. But I'd say around 2017, it wasn't just the little things anymore. It really started to get big. Uh, The Bible started changing fast, and all the historical events started changing a lot. And we didn't get the Black Tom yet, but we'll get there. But it's not just Black Tom. There's all these German attacks that keep popping up where they hit American soil. At first, they had never landed on American soil, okay? Now it keeps happening. Every time I explain one and do a video on one, another one pops up that wasn't there. Uh, It's really, really, really. I'm talking about there's one attack with this 5,000 Americans dead that nobody's ever even heard about. It gets crazy, 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 crazy. So that's all ramping up. I've had a lot of personal stuff. Uh, Lando, you talked earlier about personal ones. We're going to get to that later. I would love to hear your stories because I've got something to do with my neighborhood has changed. The river in the city has changed. The name of the mills have changed. Not only that, that is the hometown of Ed McMahon, which is obviously like the biggest Mandela effect for a lot of people. Um, there's so many Mandela effects in my my city. It's unbelievable. But let's talk about the Thinker statue. Can I get a screen share?
0: Yeah, you should yeah. be able Jeez. to
2: screen share. There you go. Tell me when I'm up. Am I up? Yep, you're up. So this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Obviously, back in the day, what he's doing here is known as the Thinker pose. It's become a famous pose in bodybuilding, based off of the statue because that is how the statue used to pose. I'm gonna take my hat off for a second and my headphones, and he would put the the right fist to the forehead and the right elbow to the right knee. This was the thinker pose, okay? That's why Arnold is doing that pose right now. Now, I'm gonna show you something here. The thinker statue has changed. The thinker statue now, if you look at the statue, the fist is now to the chin, the fist is now under the chin, and you don't have a good shot here, but I'll show you later from the front. The right elbow is actually coming over to the left leg now. He's completely contorted. This has changed a few times. Now, not only has, you know, Arnold is doing it as residue. I could show you tons of people doing the thinker pose like Arnold was just doing it. That's what we call residue. Like, it remains like that because that's how these people did the pose based off the statue. But now the statue's changed. But check this out. This woman traveled to the statue. She has her fist to her forehead right elbow to her right leg in front of the statue. Now, why would she go to the statue and pose wrong in front of it? Well, because she went to this statue before the statue changed. So her pose in the photograph didn't change, but the photographic evidence of whatever this reality is, (laughs) it changes with the reality. Now, I'll one-up that as crazy as that is. Check out this other image. It's, It's a very similar image, but look at this. An entire school field trip. All at the statue, all fist to the forehead. There's like 50 kids, but the statue, it's a little pixelated here, it's hard to see, but it's under the chin. They're all under the chin worldwide now. All the thinker statues are under the chin. Yet everybody remembers it with so trippy. Everybody that reminds me of like back back to the back to
0: the future when the Marty McFly's family's disappearing in the photo or something you know, in the movie, uh, when he looks at the picture, because he's changing time, like, you know, that is really interesting, very, very interesting. And it symbolically, now he went from the head, which is kind of like the head chakra, the top thinking man now to more of the throat chakra, if you want to get more mystical here, and there seems to be a symbolic overlay of this change even related to Maybe some darkness going on. That's maybe, I want to talk about this a little later as far as we get into cause, but, uh, or what the point of all this is, but that is really trippy.
2: Yeah, let me show you another one that I think is very significant, and that's the creation of Adam, which keeps changing. Okay, so I'm going to show you Residue first. Okay. Now, again, well, what I said Residue is, is Residue is like if a parody is done, like, okay, you know, this might offend some people, but, you know, they're portraying God reaching down to Adam, okay? God used to reach down to Adam, okay? God reaching down to Adam, okay? And sparking life into man. That's what this picture was about. God reaching down to Adam, sparking life into man, right? Pretty significant artwork. Uh, God reaching down to Adam, sparking life into man. Now this is all parodies. I get that. This is the official one. I'm showing you this first for a reason. This is all based off of the official one, which is hundreds of years old, painted on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Nothing to do with American, you know, it's only American, oh, it's only media. Painted on the roof of the Sistine Chapel. I don't trust any timelines or dates or any his- history at all. But we will agree on this, I think. It's pretty old, right? It's pretty old. It's painted. It's magnificent. It's very famous on the roof of the Sistine Chapel. And what is it? Well, it's showing man, uh, God, reaching down to man, providing the spark of life into him. Now, I'll show you what it looks like now. This is how it looks now on the Sistine Chapel. Man's hand is actually higher than God now. I would say this is pretty significant. Now, people that have been observing this change, not denying the Mandela effect, actually saying, hey, maybe there's something going on here. Let's look. We've watched this get lower and lower and lower. It, It started where he was like here just a few months ago. God's fingertip was about this high on Adam's hand. Adam was still a bit higher. God has since shifted down even lower in the last uh in the last couple of weeks. Significant stuff. So, like again, wow. we'll talk about Bible stuff later and things that are significant that change in there. This all ties in with it. This also all ties in with the we're going to try and go light on the the Rona stuff, right? But when the, Right before that rolled out, Scripture started changing to reinforce things that were going to be pushed with their guidelines, like Matthew 18, 20. If I was to ask anybody, Matthew 18, 20, where two, and then you fill in the blank, everybody's going to tell you, Matthew 18, 20, where two or more gather in my name, there I am in the midst. That's what the Bible used to say. You open Matthew 18, 20 now. And it says where two or three gather. So what happens if the fourth person shows up or the fifth? Does God get up and leave? Does that make any sense? Well, it's certainly interesting that right when the current thing rolled out, what happened? They started limiting gatherings, didn't they? People think that this doesn't all correlate. Also, all the agencies tied with that got Mandela affected, right? The CDC... Now it's always been the, cent- the Centers for Disease Control, not the center for going back 40 years. There is a history of it as center for like a, a brief uh, blip in the early 70s. It was the Center for Disease Control even until recently. Now it's always been the centers for over 40 years. The HIPAA Act, which has to do with people's privacy, the Health Information uh, Privacy Protection Act, that got Mandela affected. People lost their health privacy, and the word privacy is not in there anymore. And now the acronyms changed to H-I-P-A-A. All these things that are tied into it, Mandela affected. And I think that God's trying to show us a sign to pay attention to deception. Another thing, signs and symbols have changed. So we talked about automobiles earlier, right? If you look at a Kia logo, the Kia logo has never had an A now. It's always had a lambda, which looks like an upside down V. It's a Greek letter, right? And it's been in our face with not just Kia, but all sorts of other Mandela affected logos, right? And then what happened? They named one of the variants, the Lambda. Like it's just, it just keeps happening. I'm watching these things constantly get pointed out, you know, false, false preachers like Joel Olstein. Everybody still thinks his name is Joel Olstein. His name's Joe Osteen. Now the L's gone from his name, but everybody still calls him Joel Olstein. I even showed a video of a guy who went up to him on the street with this camera, went up to him, called him a piece of crap, called him Joel Olstein. You know, it's, it's unbelievable, dude. There's so many people's names that have changed. It's wild.
0: Yeah. It's, and and what I love about this, and some people get freaked out about this, I love it because it's finally really, people are waking up that this is a reality mind construct. There is a divine creator. And um, we get into all this all the time, the science, the spirit science behind this. But we live in a fluid realm. And I personally believe there are dark black magicians who know this and are using this to tweak things to slowly micro edit the reality into what they want versus our collective consciousness that's connected to the divine countering that and this can actually really start to explain the tartaria stuff and you know these resets and things in ways that um are really hard to explain when you get into tartaria which we haven't really done a show on that yet we talk about it all the time and i know you're very familiar with it brian but people have a hard time wrapping their head around well if there was this mud flood and this great reset Uh, you know, two short as 200 years ago. How do we not see that in our own family history lines? Well, it's been micro edited every nanosecond to the point of where we are now. Uh, This starts to explain show that all literally happening in real time. It's really profound, fascinating stuff. I love it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, our our reality is a lot more Fluid than what we can believe. And uh, sorry, Brian, finish that statement. But this next uh, slide you have coming up is uh, of, uh, I really love this one, the Heisman, because uh, I mean, anybody who ever used to watch SportsCenter in the old day with Chris Berman, you know, doing the Heisman pose every two <laughs> seconds. And now all that's changed. So uh, finish what you're about to say and then take us through the Heisman.
2: Yeah, so right here we're seeing Desmond Howard do the Heisman pose. Anybody doesn't know what the Heisman is, it's basically the MVP for college football in the United States, um, basically what it is. So every year at the end of the year, uh, when people are in the running for the award, if they score a touchdown, you know, and then, you know, they're going to celebrate, they'll strike the Heisman pose, okay? They'll put, the, they'll put the left leg up in the air and the left hand out to the side, or if the ball's in the other hand, they'll do, you know, they'll do the other way, one leg up in the air, one hand out to the side, just as you see Desmond Howard, doing right here okay just as you see these former heisman trophy winners doing right here okay that's the heisman pose the heisman pose leg off the ground hand out to the side okay this is oj heisman pose right heisman pose and of course i've provided tons of video in this in my video of it well and this is not as significant obviously as the creation of adam but there's something for everyone. Yeah, this is just college football, but those people are pretty asleep. Uh, uh, Brian,
1: by, <laughs> the, by the way, you know, when I was uh, playing college football my last year, every year, you, you know, do individual shots for the press book. And I actually did mm-hmm. the Heisman uh, <laughs> pose for my uh, senior college year football pitcher. So uh, I remember all this stuff pretty well.
2: And now the Heisman Trophy has always had both feet on the ground. And the hand out forward like a stop sign. So why is everybody putting their left hand out to the side and the left leg in the air if his legs have always been on the ground on the trophy? And we're, we're
0: collectively schizophrenic, Brian. That's why.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Now you <laughs> talked about uh Tataria and that type of stuff. I do believe that the Starforts are probably our Mandela effect because there are now Starfort, you know, there's a Starfort underneath the Statue of Liberty. Uh, There was not a star fort there. The Statue of Liberty for me was a a, a square platform on top of another square platform. Now in this reality, it's always been a star fort. Now the Statue of Liberty has tons of changes on it. The Statue of Liberty has changed islands. If I asked you people in the chat where the Statue of Liberty Island, uh, what would you say? And for me, it was Ellis Island, but now it's always been on an island called Liberty Island, and we're supposed to believe it's always been on Liberty Island, but we never could realize the Statue of Liberty was on Liberty Island, and we somehow misconstrued it with Ellis Island. But besides that, the Statue of Liberty was involved in a very interesting event, which is actually my biggest Mandela effect. Now, most people in these chats and whatnot have researched a lot of other topics. I would say the majority of people here have probably looked into 9 11. You guys, I'm sure, at some point have looked into 9 11, right? I mean, everybody has, right? Probably even spent a lot of time there.
0: What's, wait, what's 9-11? No, just kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and we're not going to go too far into that. And I know the deal. We're going to stay uh, on topic here. But the reason I'm bringing it up is not only uh, did we never hear about what I'm about to talk about in school. We never heard about it during the 9-11 stuff after in the documentaries, in the research circles, or in the mainstream, which is completely ridiculous after I tell you the story. Because now, so if I was to ask everybody... Mid first major foreign attack on US soil, at least what I get for an answer all the time, and what I would say is Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, and then 9-11. That's what I was always taught in school. That's what I was taught after 9-11. That's what I always heard. It was always Pearl Harbor. Now, in this reality, there's another attack. It's called Black Tong. And in 1916, two German spies snuck in through New Jersey and they blew up a munitions depot with a million pounds of TNT. It injured 120 people in New York. It killed five. It ended up throwing a baby in the river. Um, Not only that, it damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad that nobody's ever been to the torch. Now, we're supposed to believe that this event happened in New York and it was 120 people injured and all these explosions and it blew out all the glass in lower Manhattan and all this. And we just never heard about it. But then on top of that, for the people that would say, well, you know how they hide events, and which is ridiculous. For something of that magnitude in New York for us not to hear about it. Maybe they could spin it a certain way, but for us to never know about it. But on top of that, because of that attack, nobody in this reality has been to that torch in over 100 years because it's been closed. But I've spoken to people that have been to the torch, multiple people. There's even people that have – remember we talked about the thinker and the photograph changing behind the lady who's like this? Now the statue's like this behind her. There's people that have taken photos of the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island, captioned their photo, Statue of Liberty. At one point, people were even able to tag it on Facebook. The Facebook tags hadn't updated yet. It would still tag you at the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island. And their pictures on Ellis Island with the statue behind them now just have a big circle in the ground behind them. But they're telling you they're at the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island. Now, also 9-11, if you, or somebody that studied the imagery a lot, which I was, another way that looks completely wrong. If you look at New York City and the Twin Towers from across the water, right? The Statue of Liberty, it's no longer in the shot like it was. It's way off to the left, like way off. It's technically in New Jersey now. The Statue of Liberty in New Jersey. Also, there's more Mandela effects to do with it. She's now stepping off the platform. Her book also has these diagonal cuts in it where it didn't have it. Little cosmetic things. Wouldn't bring this up to trying to wake somebody up to the Mandela effect. But we watch all of this. And the big cosmetic one for me is the torch. So if you look at the torch now, it's 24 karat gold. Now, I remember it being tarnished green like most of my entire life until a few years ago. But now in this reality, it's been 24 karat gold since 1986, which is like almost my whole life. I was born in 77. That thing has not been 24 karat gold since 1986. In my reality, I absolutely do remember the 1986 renovations, which is where they say that that was replaced, but that was not replaced in my old timeline. So everything to do with the Statue of Liberty, Black Tom, and again, with the Black Tom, the theme here is German attack. Keep that in mind because Germany keeps attacking the United States retroactively in the past now Germany never hit American soil before they actually hit it two two years after this they bombed New Jersey and they blew up about 40 buildings it's called the Kingsland explosions I covered that that recently came into the timeline and now since I've been covering this also and there's an event called torpedo alley in 1941 where just off the coast here in North Carolina they sunk About 500 of our merchant marine ships killed 5,000 Americans and did it with eight German U-boats. That was never part of my reality. Now, I do feel that this thing targets us in a way. And my mother lives in a small town in Cape Cod with 4,000 people. It's called Orleans. And they have a beach called Nosset Beach, okay? It's just this little tiny tourist attraction. Now, just a few months ago, I find out that the Germans torpedoed basically my mother's backyard. Nosset Beach, Cape Cod was hit with German torpedoes in this reality. So no, take me and my mother out of it and me saying it's personal. Do you guys remember Germany actually hitting American shores with torpedoes? I mean, this is big stuff. This isn't about the (laughs) George.
0: Wow. That's like the man in the uh, tower. What was his name? What was the author's name, Bear, who wrote that book? And it's like, if the Nazis had won. Oh, God. Well, that's what it's like. And we all know right. for
2: Operation Paperclip, right? Operation Paperclip, they started the space program. I'm not saying that that's a Mandela effect, but all this Nazi takeover tied in with all these Mandela effects to expose like this connection and also one of the bigger Mandela effects for me is the american flag i cover it all the time the american flag used to have the red stripe the blood stripe under the blue now it has the white stripe under it. it looks completely off and what do you think when you think the white stripe you think surrender so is it signifying that we lost to the germans the germans are the central point of this Mandela effect it's not just america uh avocados is now has that means hate in german <laughs> lots of german names have changed like charles m schultz is now charles M. shells the toy store fao schwartz is fao schwartz Werner von braun we all know who he is right he was warner w-e-r-n-e-r about five years ago he changed for me and it's w-e-r-n-h-e-r now i mean even his tombstone that had the quote about the firmament his name changed on it it's it's wild dude
0: yeah man in the high castle Philip k dick thank you chat mm-hmm. um they made this whole TV series on that, too. Uh, yeah,
1: the Germans, they know what they're doing. And uh, in our chat, they're also bringing up a lot of topics like CERN. Uh, have you? Uh, oh,
2: here we go. Perfect. Yeah. It, it, so perfect. Uh, and while we're still on Germany, before I forget, one of the biggest German Mandela effects is uh, well, Hitler has blue eyes now and the swastika, the swastika. Now, we know the swastika goes back. It's the Nazis weren't the first to use it, right? But the swastika, the Nazi swastika, the only one now, now it's turned at a 45-degree angle. The rest are like this, the way they were. The Nazi swastika is like this now at a 45-degree angle. And all this stuff is going on. Also, you guys, and we'll get to CERN in one second. You guys have heard about Sinbad and Shazam and all that. But before we even go down that road later on. He's obviously like something people identify with the Mandela effect, right? Sinbad, right? That attack I told you about 1941, this new Mandela effect attack where 5,000 Americans died. Eventually, we got out of that. And the hero of it was allegedly this dog. They paraded him around and did commercials with him, right? Like a dog. And he looks like, if you remember Triumph the Insult Comic Dog on Conan O'Brien, he looks like, like that. Like it's completely ridiculous. And his name is Sinbad, right? Not only is his name Sinbad, so we want to talk about CERN and CERN, the particle accelerator, right? So you go and look for particle, I go to look for a connection between Sinbad and Germany, and they have a particle accelerator in Hamburg that when you go to the website, the acronym says Sinbad. So they named it Sinbad. But not only that, if you actually look at what the words stand for, the acronym doesn't even say Sinbad. It would say CYBAD, but they use two letters from one word just to make sure that the acronym said Sinbad. I think that's CERN, is about as legit as the International Space Station. That's what I think. I think it's them pretending that they can play God now on this micro level. Um, I think it's BS. I think it's one of the things they want to steer you in that direction. I've always thought that the best thing that they could do is have you think the Mandela effect isn't real. But then the best thing, if you realize that, hey, this is more than Monopoly Man and what these top 40 lists on Yahoo are saying. And these people realize there's actually residue and physical evidence and they get the grasp that things have supernaturally changed in the house. Well, here we are to play God. It's our machines doing it. It's man doing it, right? That's what they want you to believe. It's CERN, it's D-Wave. Well, you live in in a godless simulation. That's what they want you to believe. That's what all the high priests of science like Neil deGrasse and Brian Cox and all these people push. They want to lead you in that direction. They have these, uh, you saw the Gothic tunnel ritual, right? And and there's also this commercial with this guy that holds a sign that says Bond. His name is Dr. Ellis. Like they're trying to put like Ellis Island, Bond, Mandela. They're trying to put all these things in to make you think that they're causing the Mandela effect. They're not causing the Mandela effect. In my opinion, it's either our consciousness and the creator and maybe the other guy or a combination of it all, but it's not man and it's not their machine, okay? They, anything. If you've learned anything through your journeys in these topics, I think one of the big things we learn is this is a supernatural realm that they're trying to hide from you and keep you trapped in the physical, hide creation, hide the creator, hide how special you are, hide the potential you have, the abilities you have. And we're seeing all of that now. So of course they're gonna keep it. Watch it, read any article that comes out on the Mandela effect. They don't even talk about the residue. They don't even talk about some of this physical evidence I'll pull out soon. Like they don't talk about that. Like we don't even have it. We don't, people say Mandela effect isn't happening. It's just, logos well, it was a branch changing. They don't show you any evidence of that. I'll tell you one Procter and Gamble, for instance, huge company. Everybody knows Procter and Gamble, P-R-O-C-T-O-R. Better check that again, folks. It's P-R-O-C-T-E-R. But not only can I show residue, in my Procter & Gamble video, I showed you about 100 different patents from the U.S. Patent Office. Anything filed before like 2013 went in with the spelling as the Mandela Effect people say it used to be. And actually, the people that deny the Mandela Effect, they remember the same things we do. That's the funny part. They actually remember the same things we do almost across the board. That's why I make the videos the way I do. And there's, you know, I have different strategies that I do. I personally like to point out people with a big following that they're Mandela affected, especially if they deny it because- Screw the Mandela effect word, all these words that they put on us. It's a crappy, crappy term. We're trying to investigate the way in which this supernatural realm works. And we're being shown these things and they're increasing. They're happening at a high rate for whatever reason, whether you think it's the devil doing it or God doing it, or if you believe it's parallel universes and timelines or whatever, it's happening. To bury your head in the sand and act like it's not significant or act like it's just media changes, it's the ultimate ignorance. It's unbelievable to me. I saw people earlier when I brought up Bible changes. Oh, the Bible's been manipulated. It changed so many times. I'm talking about the one in your house, Jack. Check out Matthew 18, 20, where two or more are gathered. It's going to say two or three. Isaiah 11, 6, what animal lies with the lamb? I've asked preachers on the street. I went to Huntington Beach, like I talked to you earlier about, Mike, to talk to people about the current thing, film them on the street, you know, tell them to keep their businesses open and all that. But while I'm there, I see preachers on the street holding a Bible, looking for attention. So you know what I do? I roll over with my camera, and I start asking, can I ask you some questions about the Bible? And every single verse that I laid out, of the time they fill in the blank the way that it used to be. And I got them to open their Bibles on camera. And look, I've gotten many people that have interviewed me live to open their Bibles on camera after they told me what they thought was in it. And they opened it and it was completely changed. The first words of your King James Bible have changed. God created the heavens and the earth. That's a KJV one. Now it just says heaven. Singular. Planets is in the Bible now. Planets was not in the King James Bible. Gravity was not in the King James Bible. The word residue was not in there. Matrix is in there six times now. Uh, Moses is carrying tables instead of tablets. Jesus is carrying a couch. The golden (laughs) rule is gone. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That is a universal one. Not in any Bible. The Matthew 18, 20, I talked about, not in any Bible. The Lord's Prayer, completely butchered in the KJV, but in all of them, in the KJV, it used to say, our Father who art in heaven, right? Hallowed be thy name. Uh, And when it would talk about earth, it would say on earth. Now it says in earth. It says, which are, instead of who art for our Father. And where it said trespass and trespasses, it's completely gone from every single version of the Bible. And it now says debts and debtors. And so many people are reciting these things the way that they used to be. Matrix is in there six times. I mean, it, go, it goes on and on. The 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 angel of death that used to do the killing at Passover, the Lord himself does it now. It's not the angel of death anymore. Exodus 12, 12, Exodus 12, 29. Judge not, lest ye be judged. It's gone from nearly every version. There's this one obscure Tyndale one that people refer to. That's the only one you'll find that in. So everybody that's owned these Bibles I'm asking you to not go on Bible Hub. I'm not asking you to go to the bookstore and buy a Bible. What do you remember? Do you remember any of the things that I've just said? Open your own book. Don't be afraid. You have a book that's based on supernatural stories. But now when supernatural changes happen in front of you, you want to deny them. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> and, and I just cover the surface Bible changes. I'm not even a Bible guy. This is Mandela channels that will cover them all night, every night. There's so many wild things going on in there now. It's crazy. And we've watched some of them incrementally change. The lion and lamb incrementally changed because now it says the wolf instead of the lion. That's pretty significant, but it didn't even change everywhere. It changed in the KJV first. And we told people that's what they would come do to come back with the NIV or whatever. Look, it's the lion and the lamb. The KJV screwed up. But now their Bibles have changed. They all say wolf. So the creation of man has changed and God is now lower than man. It used to be the lion and the lamb. Now it's the wolf right? Two or more gathered in my name, God would be present. Now you're limited at three. It's getting a little more significant than Curious George and the Monopoly man, like a lot of people think. And those are great Mandela effects. When I first started making videos, I definitely made a Monopoly video. That's a great one. And it's big for me. But it gets so much deeper. It really does. Sorry, I'll take a breath. Can I fill my water? Can you give me a minute?
1: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Go for it. Uh, So Mike, what I want to get into too is uh, some of the anatomical changes. Yeah, definitely. Have you seen any of those?
0: Uh, I have seen some of that. It's trippy stuff. Um, and yeah, and yeah, crazy. Brian gets fired up because this is important stuff. And there's haters, of course, in the chat. Slow down. Take a breath. Like, who are you talking from your armchair in your mom's basement? Shut the hell up. This guy's fired up and I dig it. So, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with being passionate about a topic that you're you're into. Like, Brian's made this his life's mission to get this word out. He's not... He's not preaching um he's he's just fired up so i think this and, is fascinating important stuff that um is just proving more and more what we talk about with the real science and people what's the cause what's the cause what's the cause well we'll go and do our cause a little bit
1: yeah you know in my opening comments today the point i was trying to get across is this isn't just about mandela effect it isn't about just the nature of our realm it isn't just about germ theory It's about the fact that this is uh, the culmination Culmination. here of us waking up and really understanding that there's a lot at stake right now. So you take somebody like Brian, who's done this extensive research and not just in Mandela, but a lot of things. And uh, he realizes and he's passionate about it because there's a lot going on here, uh, more than just phenomena. And that's what I was saying with AlphaCast. We get into a lot of these things, not just for pure entertainment value, but we're trying to contribute to that, you know, collective wake up so that we hit that critical mass real quick, because we're fresh out of time. And what we're actually talking about today is the concept of time and realizing it's just a concept is very mutable. And, uh, you know, this has a lot of relevance other than just, you know, does Mickey Mouse have suspenders or something?
0: (laughs) So, yes, uh, Brian,
1: while you were gone, we're, uh, we're uh, maybe seeing if we could get a couple of examples of the anatomical changes as well.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, the big obvious ones for me are the, uh, well, the eyes for one. OK, so if you remember, like, you know, back in the 80s, you know, album covers with snake going in one eye and coming out the other of a human skull. That wouldn't make sense now because there's now a sheet of bone behind your eyeball. One of the biggest ones, though, is the kidney. Reason a kidney punch was illegal. I just showed a great clip the other night from uh, George Foreman and Ken Norton boxing match from the 70s, right? And he keeps hitting them. This is why a kidney punch was illegal because your kidney's exposed. It's like the exposed organ that could get damaged really bad if you took a serious punch to it. Your kidney's now up higher in your back, where it's actually behind the bones of your rib cage, which is wild to me. Absolutely wild. Also the heart used to be on the left side and now it's dead center behind the sternum. And there's one other one that happened, which I know people will say, Oh, well, that's not, that's not a Mandela effect. Listen. So these changes that I just mentioned, right? So if your heart's dead center behind your sternum and your kidneys protected behind bones, if I am correct, right. And people can look this up. And if there is a sheet of bone behind your eyes, and there's a lot of other changes that I don't, you know, I don't really get into because I'm just not sure about all, all of them, you know. Um, <clears throat> I would say that that's for protection, right? I mean, the bone's protecting here. It's protecting this organ. Now, when when the current thing that happened in the world that's going on, based on physical deceptions from the other side, we'll say, right? I think the creator stepped in at one point because we used to wonder, and I know you guys probably did, how long is it going to take till these people start dropping from suffocating themselves all the time, right? Like, what's going to be the long-term effect of this on these people? I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but in about October of 2020, they announced that all of a sudden, doctors had discovered two half-inch glands in the back of your throat that were meant to prevent against, like, bacterial infection. All of a sudden, appeared, they found, in October 2020. So I think that this stuff is pretty profound.
0: Hmm.
1: Bear, what
2: do so you say on to, the, hand, it you say to like,
0: the
1: heart thing, Bear? Because that's, yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of things going through my mind because I know my anatomy pretty good. And, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, my question is like, okay, now on x-rays and things, are we really finding, you know, I've been out of practice for a long time. Are we really finding that organs are shifting and there's new glands appearing in the body? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I want to look into that one for real. But uh, yeah. uh, just just to step back and, and look in, you know, more of the larger discussion, it sounds like on one side, there's folks that are really trying to demean the place of our creator and our position and uh, our potential, you know, in this realm. And then on the other hand, uh, you know, maybe some things from the other side that are actually uh you know uh evolving things that are for our own good and protection so is it are we going into the old struggle between good and evil here or what do you think
2: well i think this whole thing is a struggle between the good and evil i think what this place is is like this physical realm is trying to keep us in all in all their physical deceptions and not recognize the supernatural i think that we need to recognize the supernatural to eventually graduate out of here. I'm not saying the Mandela fact and recognizing it is the only step of that, but I think it's a huge, a huge part. Uh, Cause like, why would the creator take people to the next place past this physical realm? If like, they don't have any interest in, in seeing the supernatural or addressing it at all, if they just completely shut it down. Um, so I, I like people will take these consciousness updates, like, um, you, could, you could ask somebody about, uh, say, something like, uh, what's the first terror attack on U.S. soil, right? And they might say, oh, Pearl Harbor, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll tell them that, like, you know, well, oh, that's never been this reality. And of course, most of them will be like, oh, I must have just been misremembering. They'll just doubt themselves instantly. But sometimes people will like spit back at you after they've already told you they remember the way you do. Oh, yeah, it's this. And then they'll like spit back to you like they're reading from Wikipedia now, what the current reality is. It's almost like their consciousness is like infiltrated. I think all of our consciousness is constantly observed. And uh, I think the people that are a little bit weaker, if you will, um, they've had their cognitive dissonance up about a lot of things. I think that it's easily penetrable. I, I look at the Mandela effect like this like we're all. We're all in a uh, stew of frequencies, basically. One reality, we're all in it. It permeates through all of us. Um, those of us that are perceptive to these types of things, we usually see the same changes and at the same time, usually, but not always with these other people, you know, they just block it out, but they, they just soak up the disinformation. There, like we've I've had times where like, I felt like I was taking an update on something and I almost said it like the new way. And then I like block it out. And But the other people, they'll just roll with it. They'll think nothing about it, you know? And the other thing, too, about the Mandela Effect, like, we covered a lot of areas of it, and there's definitely going to be some that you guys don't agree with. Like, some people in the chat might feel strongly about, uh, you know, some certain ones that they disagree with. But what about all the ones that you know are real? That's my my final point is like, it's not I'm not trying to get you to agree. There's ones I don't see the same as other people. Like people talk about the Darth Vader one. I'm always been on the other side of that. I don't think that the Darth Vader code is a change for me. But I still know that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of changes happening. I'm not going to deny that they're happening. And we're trying to figure out. If there's a message here, like if it would be because it seems like with the Mandela effects and the synchronicities increasing, it seems like we're being guided in certain ways. And it's like we're trying to figure it out, you know, and I want more hands on deck trying to figure this out. Like it's 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 insane, man.
0: Yeah. And,
2: you know, one. I was just
0: going to say you could say whether, you know, folks in the chat are listening, believe in God or source or whatnot. There is a divine, magical presence in this realm or whatever you want to call this place that we're in and that it's essentially i think because we're getting more connected worldwide we are able to affect the construct in ways that are more profound and i think this creator this higher self whatever you want to call it is also now pointing us yes you guys are waking up now let me show you a couple little things what you guys can do and giving us little nudges i i do see that it (laughs) is You know, it's true. And I think
2: that's why it's coming out and rolling out at a certain rate. Like we're not just like hit with all of them at once. It kind of seemed like that when we all first wake up to it. But when you've been in it for a little while, you do see that there's things you're observing and then they'll change. It didn't all change at once and we just noticed it. So I feel like we're kind of being given baby steps into the supernatural realm because yeah. you can't just draw on everybody at once even us even we would go crazy i think if we woke up one day and everything in the world was completely different my question is is where are we heading because there's so many changes where like i could tell you this message is you know lion and lamb and city of angels and all that but there's so many that it seems like okay you know i get some people's point like what's the big deal of that one what's the big deal of first of all still a big deal because still supernatural change physical matter supernaturally changed while it's sitting in your house still a big deal what's the message? Well. We talked about, you know, some people believe in just watching mundane sh- things and, and you know, you have to hit them with everything. What if though, like I was saying, these people that don't recognize the supernatural, what if they have to repeat this realm, which is what I believe those people will have to repeat. Now, I don't think they're damned to hell or any of that. I think they're going to repeat because they're failing the test, right? They're not seeing the supernatural. They got their kids masked up. Like they're failing the test of life miserably, in my opinion. Okay. I think that they're going to repeat. Now, what if when they repeat, if they repeat on the same earth that God created, say he created one earth, but they're repeating in a different physical meat suit, what if too many of the things of the old past are the same and they haven't changed? What if they start to have a deja vu of their past life or something? It's just an idea I have. Maybe so many little things need to change and reset the whole world, even if it's just thousands of people's names are spelled differently, which some of those might not mean anything. And thousands of these brands, just enough things to change enough where it's a completely different experience for them. And they don't start to remember like what happened to them in a past life. I can't prove any of that. I'm just throwing ideas out there, you know? Yeah, and I think what
1: we're all figuring out is uh, we have a big role in what's going on. You know, we're active participants. And uh, when you mentioned supernatural, to me, my opinion, supernatural is, is real science. And real science has been kept from us And when I say real science, I'm not demeaning the role of the creator or that there is a creator. In fact, it glorifies the creator. And it's not this kind of scientism that brings us into this materialistic superstition. So, you know, we talk a lot about um, uh, so-called experiments where they have control groups. And we try to pretend that uh, with the control groups, we can't affect the experiment. But we've actually proven that there's no way that the experimenters can't affect the experiment. So now you blow that up into this larger realm and, you know, we're all in our own experiment right now. And, uh, you know, you go into, I already mentioned earlier, the work of uh, Steiner. He talks about how, uh, you know, we can train our perception to understand and actually see things much different. And just like the little experiment on the ground here, if we're now perceiving things from a more evolved spiritual perspective, that would explain everything we're talking about, then how could that not alter our reality on this level? And I think, you know, Mike just said the same thing. So we're finding, again, that this is a very mutable uh, thing here that we are active participants. And I think the Mandela effect is just coming to light to a lot of us to just prove that point.
2: Yeah, and I do I do think, because people will ask, and of course, uh, I do think it's always been going on. I don't think it kicked off man, when people are yeah. exploding on YouTube or anything like that. So I had a Mandela effect in 1999. I just didn't recognize it as such. And then when I started to get into the topic later, I was like, oh, wait a minute. And that's actually one of the first videos I made. It was just a name change of an old wrestler, you know, nothing big, but it was it was something that had happened to me a long time ago. Now, for people that don't know, like when I do these shows, I open phones all the time. So we have a community of people that will come call and talk with their stories. Many people have seen certain brands change like Fruit Loops or John Deere or some of these more popular Mandela effects, and they saw them 30 years ago, 20 years ago, way before anybody was talking about uh, Mandela effects. So obviously, uh, with the advance of technology online and the ability for us to communicate, we can discuss them more and and, and realize more of them. But also, I think that it has absolutely increased uh, a a ton. And, you know, we can get into theories of what that is. But, you know, I think this thing is going to keep increasing until the end of whatever this uh, realm is. And that doesn't mean a bad thing to graduate out of here or resets. Um, I don't think like God's going to wipe everybody out or anything, but things are accelerating fastly around the world and, you know, with everything that's going on. And then all of this supernatural stuff going hand in hand in it. It's like, where are we headed? You know?
1: Yeah. And maybe the whole point is, is uh, we have to just understand that we don't have to go along with uh, not just go along with the narrative, but what the 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 whole history that they're trying to create for us in the future here, which, of course, is with them under control. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about this, too, even in our all of our discussions of legal versus lawful and. And, you know, the, the, uh, you know, different realms of science, if we don't buy into what they're trying to keep us into, then we create the exact reality we want. We don't have to watch this stuff on the news unfold like we're watching right now.
2: Yeah.
0: I I mean, a a classic analogy we always talk about is the frog, you know, slowly boiling in the pot so you don't realize the change as they (laughs) move towards their impending demise. And that's the small edits to reality accomplish that, right? It's these micro edits that the black magicians are doing at CERN. I mean, I think there could be a connection with CERN because that there's CERN CERN isn't real science. It's literally occulted. It's like there's weird occult stuff going on there. And so these are the materialists trying everything in their power to do their dark magic to try to do things. But we also know that um we have the power as well in our own lives with how we manifest and how we do things so i think we this is part of the whole kind of divine conflict going on right now and we there's this channel i don't know if you're familiar with them fpv angel who we've had on here and they talk about the resets that happen every 400 years or so and are are yeah, providing you know, uh you know interesting research into that, and maybe this is the reality fracturing and falling. I mean, if we look at just watch what's going on with anything in the mainstream, it's ridiculous. It's a clown show, as we call it, right? It's like literally reality is fracturing apart in front of us as we watch it. Yeah. So it does make sense, Brian, that what you said, that maybe we're, we're witnessing the unfolding into the ridiculousness as... Well,
2: I, I, have a theory, I have a theory on the the news and how it's so clownish when it kind of ties into... I think the creator is intervening like they got their puppet show, they got their their physical deceptions and everything. And I totally believe that uh, I'm going to try and be careful on your YouTube channel, but I totally believe they get people to consent to everything. OK, I don't believe in uh, fake events, as you know, that 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 the most of the truth community will push is inside jobs that you try to do it with the current thing that's going on. Oh, it's it's real, but it's just really overblown and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's always complete nonsense. Now, I always do think with that, when it comes to that stuff, you know, people on the space station, all this, they always have to show their hands in a way, but they're doing more than showing their hand with the current thing that's been going on, right? Way more, like it's totally a clown show. Like, and I know that we've been seeing this stuff for a while, so it's real crazy to us. I think the creator might even be like, tapping into their consciousness a little bit, making them act a little extra crazy. Like when Fauci comes out and throws the first pitch sideways and you got the, the lady of Chicago and they're wearing these costumes, like she's a giant can of Lysol and all this. Like, is this like real life right now? I think he might be trying extra hard to make those people act extra clownish to expose them. Just an idea.
1: I don't think that's far off the mark. I mean, it's so absurd. How can these people actually act like that? And, and or, or maybe it's just them just trying to be outrageously blatant and thinking we're so stupid that we can't catch it in the first place. You know, there's yeah. another uh, aspect of this when you, when you get more in just to the, you know, the waveform mechanics that we mentioned. And um, when, you know, you study Walter Russell, and you understand, and he lives uh, lends good evidence that this is really a thought-based universe. So our thought produces these electrical events that then create the next frame of our movie, but then also explain how the whole toroidal field, you know, which is every, um, you know, embodiment from the cellular level to our own bodies to larger things in our, in our entire reality. But then when you're hypnotized, as we have been just in this one half of the cycle, that's how the perception of time uh, occurs in the first place. But now, as we elevate our awareness, and we're now in that moment, and not just in that materialistic superstition, we are out of that time realm. And could it be that some folks, uh, you know, maybe interdimensional, or otherwise, have been there all along, and they can manipulate our reality, our perception, to stay into that realm, and then also uh, create changes in past and future events from that realm so if you dive deeper into that it explains quite a bit and really takes this into a more understandable position and that's something uh, you know we had to do a whole waveform mechanics of the um of the mandela effect because we could get pretty detailed
2: with it I think that uh, the Mandela effect really proves that time as we've been presented and physical reality and physical matter has been a complete lie. I think a lot of us were kind of at the idea that time might not be linear before we really started to see the reality shifts, but these reality shifts prove a lot of things in my opinion. They prove that time's not linear, obviously, and they prove that physical matter is malleable, right? Uh, They also prove creation, in my opinion. I mean, we've seen things come into this reality in an instant that weren't in this reality before that, and now they've always been here, you know, or, or, or even just a sign change like a Chick-fil-A, you know, C-H-I-C. It's never been C-H-I-C in this reality. Everybody remembers it was C-H-I-C. They all say C-H-I-C-K now, and that thing's changed like four different times with the fonts and the capitalization. We're not going to go down that road, but I mean, we watch it keep changing, you know, um, my neighborhood, we could talk about that if you want. I mean, we're going to talk some personal stuff. So personal Mandela effects are where you really get jolted. Now, people that haven't looked into the Mandela effect deep, well, you're not going to see the stories about the personal Mandela. If you can't fathom the, the mass media ones and, and even the geography and, and other things, you're not going to believe somebody's personal Mandela effect story. But my personal one's pretty deep because my neighborhood, its name is completely changed and I've documented Tons of evidence on this. I have a series of about 14 videos on it. Um, and not only has it changed, all these people have not taken the update, and most people will still tell you that they live in Centerville. And Centerville has never existed. It's always been Centralville now, and it changed about three years ago. Uh, the entire neighborhood, but the entire city is changing where I live. The Merrimack River, which is more well known, M E R R I M A C, is now ends in a C K. Yet the amount of residue I showed from the the Navy ships that were named after it um, that then changed. But I was able to show all the old documentation from the U.S. Navy and all these things. Merrimack with one C. okay. Um, also Ed McMahon is from my hometown. The stuff with the neighborhood is just it's crazy. If you guys haven't seen it, you got to check the stuff out on my Centerville stuff. But so I'm not misremembering my neighborhood. I mean, I even called City Hall. I called every business that was around the park in the middle of the neighborhood that had a monument that now had its name changed that said Centralville on it. I called every business, a lot of them live on the air, asked them what neighborhood they were in. I called taxi companies, what neighborhood is this street? Bah, 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 bah. Centerville, 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 Centerville. Uber drivers, everybody, Centerville, Centerville, Centerville. In this reality, it's always been Centralville. All the maps now are all changed and they all say Centralville. A big kick in the balls just happened a few weeks ago. So now the reality is it's always been Centralville. Never Centerville, Brian and the Mandela effect people must be crazy. They just opened a new dog park in the middle of Centerville and they named it the Centerville dog park. It's, it's wild, dude. <laughs> so uh, Lando, what did you have? You said you might've had some personal Mandela effects happen to you that you, you could discuss.
1: Okay. I'll share one. And again, it's not going to um, prove anything to anybody else. It's just my own experience. Every year when I was a little kid, we went camping and uh, my mom would take pictures and she kept a family album. I used to love when I was a little kid going in that family album because there's pictures of our vacation. They're very happy times. Just used to love it. Uh, My favorite place where we camp was up in this place in the Redwoods. And we had a family picture where it was my entire family in front of this uh, one big tree. And this tree had significance because it was supposed to be the the biggest tree in the world. Now, I don't know why, but I had this recurring dream most of my life of posing in that family picture. But instead of in front of that that tree, it was in front of this other little visiting center.
2: I'm totally clueless. Have you made a trip back there physically to see if the tree is gone and it's always been a visitor center now? Or are you sure it's two different spots entirely?
1: Well, let me finish the story. This is kind of bizarre. Um, So here's this recurring dream. It's in a different place, but the same exact pose. Now, because I had a very vivid memory of that family album, and because my mom died very young, and then that album was just put aside, and I never saw it again, nobody else ever touched it. Years later, when we're adults, my oldest brother gave me that album, you know, just said, here, you know, you can have this. And I open up the uh, album. And the family is posing in front of the little visitor center, like I always had in my dream and not in that front of the tree. Wow. You know, so yeah. that always kind of tripped me out. Of course, it uh, led me to question myself quite often. But it's like, no, no, I, you know, when you're a kid, I don't care how old you are. Your your um, old memories never change. It's just uh, the short term memories can change the older you get. But I've, I've got a pretty good memory. And because that was such a big thing and it really connoted to me a lot of emotional content, when my mom was still alive and it was her thing and then it was kind of like a treasure getting this album and i opened it up and said like, that's the picture in my dream not the one that i used to look at over and over and over again when i was a kid
0: very interesting
1: yeah Wow. bizarre yeah. believe it or not but that's my experience
0: yeah and and it's Wild stuff. It, you know it's interesting because you start to question your own reality, right? It's like, did I really think that? Remember that? Yeah. And it, it what we're talking, it's it, the fundamental aspect of here is memory, memory, and what is memory? And I, like I was saying, it was a couple shows ago. Time for me is memory based on memory, because like if we don't have a memory of something, we don't remember the past. Then time goes away for our own personal experience. So it, 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 this Mandela stuff really causes us to start questioning our own selves. And, it, you know, because it's all, how else do we prove it? You know, people are in the chat
2: are like, prove it, prove it, prove it. I got. Well, how about this right here? Yeah. Look at this. So Haas avocados in this reality has never existed. It's not H-A-A-S. It's now H-A-S-S. Okay. I mean, almost anybody knows it was Haas, H-A-A-S. Now it's H-A-S-S. Like I said, in German, that means to hate. Rudolf Haas is a German guy. Now his last name means to hate, okay? Now on top of that, looking for residue, you know, that's what we do. We, we do tons of research digging up the residual evidence. So again, with Mandela effects, right, if there's a change in something like a Bible, a Star Wars, a globe, right – Official versions will change, but people's drawings can remain. Uh, we showed the thinker earlier, right? Will Ferrell, you guys are familiar with the actor. He does a Saturday night live skit and he's like, I'll put and he's posing naked for an art class. And he's like, I'll do the thinker. And he like this, he's doing a parody. It remains the way it was. Almost all the official stuff always changes. Every once in a while, there's an exception. For some reason, with Volkswagen, C3PO, and Haas Avocados, we've been able to find some unchanged original residue. Now I have some in my possession. I'm going to tell you the story about it first. So I go online to look for Haas residue or whatever. And Kroger has uh, listed this frozen brand of Haas avocados, H-A-A-S, the way we remember. Right. And it shows an image of a bag of it. Right. So I click the link and it tells you, oh, we can't deliver this to your area. I tried to order it. So I put in somebody else's address that I know that I used to have stuff delivered to their house. Oh, we can't ship there either. Right. And this is on the other side of the country. So I click again and then it literally tells me this product doesn't exist. And it redirects me to the new spelling H-A-S-S and a picture of the bag H-A-S-S. So what happened is I show people this on my show and they decided, you know, we will go and help you out and investigate this on the ground. So one person went to on one side of the country to a Kroger's, And bought a bag of this frozen private selection Haas avocados. Sent me the picture H A S S, even though the advertisement online had it the old way, it was the new reality. But then somebody else went to another Kroger. And if Brian's misremembering and the Mandela effect isn't real, how do I have unchanged original physical evidence here of H A A S? We all know it was H A A S. Not only do I have this, Today, you can today you can go to a Walmart, you can go to a Kroger's, I think Trader Joe's as well. I might be wrong. It might be uh, Sprouts or another one of those ones like that. Definitely Kroger and Walmart. You can go there and buy, even though it'll say HASS on the display. If you buy a Haas avocado, their POS system has not updated yet. So their POS system still says, H-A-A-S, when you buy it, if you auto-check yourself out, I've done videos of this showing people scanning it at the register, and you can get a printed receipt for the way it used to be. Supposedly, I must have Walmart and Kroger's phones my side as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: uh, That's what you call Residue. Did we explain? I got another one. Did we explain residue, uh, uh, Brian? Did we you did. officially explain it? Okay.
2: Well, the residue is physical evidence that's usually not the official version of the change, okay, that's left over. Here's another one. So every Disney movie is Mandel effective. Right off the bat, if you guys remember old Disney movies and you remember Tinkerbell flying over the castle and doing this at the beginning, it's never existed now. It's never existed. Pull out your own copies from the 80s or whatever. Like my mom, we used to have those plastic VHS cases. You'd snap them open, and we'd watch, we'd watch all the Disney movies, right? Now, one of them that I watched, now, of course, Mirror Mirror on the Wall. Never been said now. Most people familiar with that Mandela effect. Now, it's always been Magic Mirror. The amount of residue on that is insane, okay? But one of the ones that changed for me was 101 Dalmatians. This is a puzzle. It doesn't have anything to do with the movies. It has to do with the dogs went to a restaurant a couple weeks ago. You see this puzzle right here with the Dalmatians? This is how Dalmatian used to be spelled. That's why it's written like this. It's not spelled like this anymore. If you spell Dalmatian like this, it'll change this O to an A. The movie was spelled 101 Dalmatians with an O. I used to watch it all the time. I know it was an O, just like this. If you type Dalmatian like this, you'll get spell checked on Google. It's now always been an A. Now, not only do I have this physical residue, when I covered this change a couple of years ago, I showed loads of actual Dalmatian dog breeders and their websites online who think it's spelled with an O. Now, another piece of physical residue, is C-3PO, if you ask anybody what color is C-3PO in Star Wars Original Trilogy, they'll tell you it's all gold. C-3PO now has a silver leg in this reality in the Original Trilogy. His his leg from the knee down is silver on one side of his body. It's a complete eyesore, okay? But I have this. Now, you need to be specific with residue. Now, there are Mandela channels that are not specific. So, for instance, we know that there's the trilogy, there's the prequels, there's all these other Star Wars movies. You can't just show a picture of an all-gold C-3PO and call it residue because you have to be able to show it's from the original trilogy because it's only the original trilogy, which we all know so well, he has a silver leg now. This doll right here, I first saw it at Huntington Beach. They were selling it for like a hundred bucks in a collector shop or something. But one of my viewers bought me one real cheap online. Okay, very intricate detail, right? So people will say, "Oh, they just didn't want to waste paint and color his leg silver." I've had people tell me that. Look at the wires. Look at the color on the different wires in his stomach and all the valves and stuff on him. All gold, all right. But not only is he all gold. This is from Kenner. Not only is this from Kenner, if you look at the date, this doll came out in on 1997. The, the Phantom Menace prequel didn't even come out until 1999. This is not representing anything other than the original trilogy. Intricate detail. Yet in this reality, C-3PO has always had a silver leg. Would you like me to show people that haven't seen it yet? I can bring up C-3PO.
0: In the actual movie?
2: Yeah, he has a silver leg now. It's the craziest thing ever.
0: Yeah, I re- so, I don't remember uh, that at all, and I've watched Star Wars four hundred times.
2: Oh, okay. So check this out. I thought you already knew about this one.
0: Well, I that's heard I, I've heard I've heard about it, but I'm saying I don't remember that as a child at all. Watching this a hundred times, that is a trip.
2: Am I so, screen sharing?
0: Yeah. So that's Return of the Jedi, right?
2: That's Return of the Jedi. And also, what? so first off, he's in the Ewok village. He's not in the desert because first thing skeptics will say. And Anthony Daniels himself, I believe he does know about this. He did a video in 2016. Why in 2016 did the USA Today put out a video about why you never noticed c 3 po silver leg? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's when the Mandela effect blew up on YouTube. I mean, it's very transparent what they did. So what people will try and say is, oh, well... He was just walking through the desert and it was always silver, but it was reflecting the gold sand. So you thought he was all, all gold. Okay, well, check this yeah, out.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see in the first Star Wars because it, okay. Right here, Star there Wars, you go. Episode four. This okay. is Princess,
2: Princess Leia's ship. Episode mm-hmm. four, before they go down to Luke's planet. He's got the silver leg coming down the hallway. You can watch the video clip of it. Um, you'll probably get copyright strike if you try that now. But watch it later. Silver leg coming down. He's got the silver leg all throughout. Granted, sure, sometimes it's hard to see. But those of us that have watched this movie hundreds of times, there's no mistaken, dude. We know he was all gold. There's even official Ken or other dolls issued back then. Look, Return of the Jedi. Look at all gold. Official unchanged residue. How could people say we're misremembering? And what, the company just made these by accident that happened to match my mismemory? We know that C-3PO is all gold, man.
0: Yeah. That's one I'm yeah, pretty I sure I bought about. all
1: those uh, for my kids. I remember those well.
0: Yeah, how dare they mess with my Star Wars? Well, I mean, they've already messed with Star Wars. They made the last three movies ter- terrible and the ones before those terrible. Uh, so I'll give them Star Wars. Oh, That's yeah, awesome. I don't
2: pay attention anymore. And, you know, <laughs> so bad space, sp- space movies and all that have kind of ruined me over the you well, know, last decade.
0: I, I agree, the space movie thing. But the one thing Star Wars had going for it is they had this kind of ethos of the Force and Mystic. You know, there were some really cool elements that were metaphysically uh, awesome to learn as a kid with Yoda and stuff. But yeah, of course, the whole space opera stuff. Uh,
1: <laughs> so that one. So that one picture of him, uh, was from one of the original movies, uh, before, cause Both there was one uh, scene, I think in a later movie where he gets beat up and they have to, you know, put oh, him back together again. Empire.
2: That's another thing they'll address, but that's an empire strikes back, which is the second movie. Mm-hmm. That's about halfway through the movie when they're on cloud city. And he's already got the silver lake for a movie and a half before that, before that even happens it has nothing to do with that. Ah, Interesting. there's no backstory there's actually no backstory you can look through the whole star wars universe the old books and all that there is no backstory on why this guy has a silver leg either
0: so eventually uh uh, c-3PO will be completely silver as they redact gold out of it i mean what's the what's the point i mean (laughs) what's the damn point you know How about this
2: how about this the lion and the lamb changed to the wolf and now the golden calf is gone silver
0: yeah a message they're running out of
2: gold here uh yeah what a trip so Um, so i see somebody in the chat just wrote they changed it so i am asking you about what bible changes maps star wars is literally like one of the most popular movies of all time hands down uh so many people not only have copies have multiple copies i challenge you to put in your copy because he's gonna have a silver leg i don't care how old your copy is and how long it's been in your house period
0: yeah put in the old vhs tape from the 1983 um, i I I still have that somewhere in my garage. Be interested to check. That's a trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, Field of Dreams was one of my favorite all time movies. I probably have the whole thing memorized. So I'm gonna get my old original
2: copy of that too. Oh, dude, that one's big, dude. It's gonna creep you out because it's that creepy voice in the cornfield, you know. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "If you build it, he will come." And you're gonna be like, "Nah, dude, I'm out." <laughs> he never well, said that and the beautiful
0: place in the neighborhood that doesn't even make sense to the rhythm of the song the, a beautiful place in this neighborhood that goes it's like counter yeah, from the melody day. right it well, doesn't even...
2: let's get it let's get into that so that's a huge one right so that's one of the bigger ones and uh, basically everybody that makes mandela effect content we've all made a Mr Rogers video on that change cuz it's so big so it went from a beautiful day in the neighborhood to a beautiful day in this neighborhood now people are always going to say oh mandela effect isn't real Uh, We must have been misremembered, even though you never ever. When do you ever hear anybody saying it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood? Nobody. It's not even like a balance of like the two. Right. It's just everybody would always saying it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood because that's what the song was. So not only did it change. Right. The Mandela effect changed it to this. They announced, well, there's going to be a Mr. Rogers movie. And then they announced, oh, Tom Hanks is going to be perfect. Right. Because Tom Hanks has the most Mandela effects already at this time. All right. He's super involved in it in whatever way. So now he's going to be Mr. Rogers. They didn't have a title for the movie. They were going to call it. um, They just had a few tentative titles. I'm not going to pretend to remember what they were. But when they announced the title of the movie, they put it on CNN. Big video. Sony Pictures announces the title of the Mr. Rogers movie. And it's named after the old theme song. And they leave a link to him coming through the door in an old TV show. It's titled, they titled the Mr. Rogers movie. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Exactly what I'm telling you the lyrics used to be. They titled it that. And then you click the video, right? And he comes through the door and he says this because all the videos retroactively changed in the past. Made no sense what they had on this site. And then that story gets deeper too. I'm telling you, Tom Hanks is a shifty dude. He's involved in some shifty things. There was actually a death on the set of that movie that a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, somebody died on the set of the movie that went out on the balcony on the second floor to smoke a cigarette and supposedly fell to his death. Do you know who it was? Hmm. It was the sound engineer. I mean, who would be the first person to notice that this is this is not right? Like, what's going on here? uh he's wow. coming through the door and saying this the title was the movie is the the old theme song was the now it's this i'm a sound engineer i listen to this stuff. you don't have to be a sound engineer to know that it's changed right but i think that that guy might have got off but there's so many musical changes queen uh we are the champions of the world it never says end of the, of the world now uh but we can show this is what's interesting about the mandela effect so official versions will change i talked about jewel earlier who will save your soul she now says who will save your soul's But I can show you multiple live performances of her singing it the way it used to be, Soul. Same thing with Queen. There's two performances at Wembley in 1985 and 1986 where they sing it the way that we remember. Now, people will want to come at me and say, oh, well, you guys just got it from the live version. I got it from the live 1986 Wembley version when I was like eight years old and there was no YouTube. What are you talking about? I got it from hearing on the radio all the time, the official version, in my uncle's car, the albums. Then when I got older, bars I went to, sporting events. Now it's completely gone. Anytime it's parodied on any show, though, of course, they say, of the world. Other musical changes I think are big, too. Like, uh, for instance, uh, The Mamas and the Puppets, California Dreamin'. I get down on my knees and I began to pray. and now says I get down on my knees and I pretend to pray. Uh, another one that's big for me is Nirvana. One of Nirvana's uh, most known performances was the Unplugged performance on MTV. I was probably in eighth grade at the time, maybe seventh grade. Nirvana was huge. They sat there. They did this acoustic performance. It was one of the first MTV Unplugged. It was huge. Do you remember it, Mike? Of course. I saw it it when it happened. What color were the the candles in the background?
0: Color were the candles red, I think. I don't. I, they were white.
2: I, I, they were white for me, and now they're all black. He's surrounded okay. by black candles. Kurt Cobain surrounded by black candles. Looks ridiculous to me. Another band that's changed to me is Bell Biv DeVoe. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are familiar with Bell A-B-D. Biv DeVoe. Were, yeah, Bell. ABC, B-E-L.
0: East Coast Family,
2: never skipped a beat. Yeah. Exactly. So you know them. Well, look at the spelling <laughs> of it now. It's actually Bell spelled with two L's, like the regular word Bell, when it used to be three letters B. E L. We was talked B-E-L- about B L dash. Yeah, Bell Bib DeVoe it was yeah. one L. Yeah, now there's two L's. If you look at Keenan Ivory Wayans, who used to be the uh, executive producer of In Living Color, his name has changed. It was Kenan, Keenan, K E E N A N. It's now K E E N A. It was K E E N A N. And now it's three E's. Same thing with the word cemetery. Lots of residue on this one. I remember cemetery, C E M E T A R Y. Cemetery, same pattern. Two E's and an A, change to three E's. It's cemetery now. There's no A in cemetery. How about Bill Haley and the Comets? Bill Haley and the Comets is now Bill Haley and his Comets, always been his Comets. And why did he name it Bill Haley and the Comets? Well, because like Haley's Comet, right? Well, Haley's Comet is now Halley's Comet with a short A and a double L. It doesn't even match Bill Haley and a single L long A. It doesn't even make any sense anymore.
0: What's going to happen when our names start changing? <laughs> it's like, wake up. Wait, people, wait, 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 people I, have so said,
2: wait, People have said my name has changed. People said my name used to have one E in the last name. But I don't know. I don't know about, uh. for me, obviously, I, I haven't seen that. You know, I haven't seen that. Well, ask,
0: ask the, the Wayans are, brothers. Ask, you know, it's like, dude, your name changed. Do you even know, bro? Oh, my weren't God. Can not do some Beatles examples? Uh,
2: I'm not sure. So, uh, you know, when I'm not sure, I just, I, I, I kind of, Stay away from, it. I'm not sure about the Beatles examples. How about this? How about some famous historical things, right? How about the Gettysburg Address, right? Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers. That's what it used to say. It's never said that now. Now he just says Abraham Lincoln and in the written document, I've looked up the document, four score and seven years ago, our fathers. Okay. Another big one, the Lindbergh baby in this reality was now found weeks after the kidnapping and the guy was convicted yet everybody still makes jokes about how they're the Lindbergh baby because the Lindbergh baby was never found in this reality the Lindbergh baby was always found this changes in 9 we're all 9 guys right hey do you remember what book George Bush was reading in the Florida classroom
0: on 9-11 yeah it was upside down too right or something um I'll give you a hint it has to do with an animal there's an animal name in it yeah which one was it bear I, I mean it's yeah i
1: I remember but i don't right now and i remember upside down
0: there's a lot lot of truth drops with that
2: book too i know that the one he chose well the book used to be called my pet goat but now in this reality it's always Uh, the pet goat now it's always been the pet goat but everybody in 9-11 we all know it was my pet goat we talked about tinkerbell earlier not doing the thing over the disney castle secret bell herself is a mandela effect she's two words now always has been and i have proof from the u.s trademark office that she was originally registered as one word Uh, hello Clarice Never said in Silence of the Lambs Fly my pretties fly Never said in Wizard of Oz She just says fly 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 Also in Wizard of Oz Many changes Another big one that everybody quotes Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain It's now pay no attention to that man behind the curtain The Scarecrow now has a gun The Tin Man now has a giant wrench uh, And there's a lot of other little changes But that's not one of my biggest movies So I won't talk about there's that There's a I have heard that Back in heat Got a He's Glock. Back and eat. How uh, about at Star Wars? If you go to Star Wars, Chewie used to get a medal. There was a medal ceremony. Han got a medal from Princess Leia. He put his head down. She put the medal over him and she kissed him on the cheek. Luke medal over his neck, kissed him on the cheek. Chewie was so tall he had to lean way down. She didn't kiss him, but she put the medal over him and he would roar, look up at the sky. And Star Wars cut to the credits. The end of the movie that was my reality that's not on anybody's copy now in this reality chewy gets totally screwed and doesn't get a medal in Star wars
0: yeah that is that is interesting wow. poor chewy that's see that's the bigfoot thing because chewy's bigfoot they're screwing bigfoot see it could um, be uh yeah and the and the forrest gump one is a classic too of course which
2: that oh, one which always, one There's that one so always, many.
0: The, the box of chocolates one that one always gets
2: yeah. me Yeah, Yeah. so life is like a box of chocolates is now always been life was like a box of chocolates. You want to talk about physical residue? The box for Forrest Gump, VHS, still has the quote on there and quotes him as saying, life is like a box of chocolates, even though he doesn't say that in the movie. It's still on the original VHS backing if you look at it for Forrest Gump. And there's other changes in there that are huge. A big one for me is, I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. He doesn't say that now now he just says i'm not a smart man instead of i may not be a smart man it's totally different totally different inflection in their voice it's like the mandela effect makes these powerful things stale sometimes like rodney king for instance right his interview was famous can't we all just get along can't we all just get along he's never said that now now he doesn't say can't he says can can we all get along can we just get along with that type of like relaxed voice uh in, in in his in his tone. Um, it's really weird. Brands that have changed that might be big for people, right? Jack Daniels. Take a look at Jack Daniels now. There's now an apostrophe between the L and the S. There was never a freaking apostrophe in Jack Daniels. The the liquor hypnotic doesn't have a Y in it anymore. It's never had a Y. It used to be H Y P. Take a look at it. It goes right from the H to the P. We could talk brands like all day that have changed. Like there's just so Many, like it goes on and on and on. But I know people want to hear about uh, bigger stuff than that. But um, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. I used to watch it all the time. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas has now always been how The Grinch Stole Christmas. It's never been The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And I'm talking about the original animated one. You know, none of them have been called that. None of them have been called that.
0: It's wild. To to uh, uh, Brian, we're, uh, what is the biggest one for you in terms of like, because, you know, effect right now that you that you've seen recently or that really is very dynamic and showing that hey maybe this is getting much bigger than just little apostrophes or brand tweaks
2: well i would have to say my my personal biggest would be probably black tom and the statue of Liberty and everything to do with it but i mean the the changes to the earth would have to be right up there with it the changes to the land masses and there's a lot i haven't talked about and i'm not a geography expert like i try and you know, I stick with what I really know. I don't want to mistakenly call somebody something a Mandela effect if it's not, you know. And we can all make that mistake. But I try and be on pointy as I can. But take a look at Italy on a, on a map now or on a globe. Italy was a standing boot. Now Italy is cocked back about 45 degrees like this. It has a high heel on it. It looks completely ridiculous. Um, also, this is like just, 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 just so much that has all these uh, – Changes to it, and there's a lot of disinformation. the The disinformation that comes out against us is nonstop. I get hit with multiple articles every day. Criminal minds portray us as people that kidnap kids, kill their fathers, and bring severed heads off to a basement to switch timelines um it's it's wild dude and a lot of people they just don't see it and what i find frustrating is there's people in all these different movements of truth that will realize the media is out to bury us on everything right they're going to tell you live in a globe they're going to tell you breathe on somebody they're going to get sick they're going to tell you six million you know the, all these things that they're going to tell you right but they'll also tell you that mandela effect is false memory and then i'll see truthers running with that and it's like can you please do a little investigation into this can you be honest with yourself like you guys have heard me say probably 200 Mandela effects today, even if there's 30 of them that you think, oh, he's completely wrong. What about the 170 that you're like, you were sure were well, the way that I said that they used to be. Now it's on you to check in your own house, check your Bible, check your Star Wars, check your board games for Monopoly. It doesn't matter if it's a hundred years old, he's not going to have the monocle like we remember. But um, if you ask me what the biggest, uh, most recognized Mandela effect that I think is a legit effect, I would say Ed McMahon, like, cause I ask people, when they call my show, what their biggest Mandela effect is, biggest proof we don't live on a spinning space ball. I ask these type of questions all the time. And 50% of the time, probably people will tell me Ed McMahon, because Ed McMahon not only has never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse in this reality. Now we all remember he worked for them. We got the envelopes at of house. It had the outline of the Publishers Clearinghouse and his face. Both logos were on that yellowish, manila-ish type uh, publisher. I remember the envelope. This is what it looked like. Remember what I told you? Ed McMahon's from my hometown. He lived there for 20 years growing up. Like we know Ed McMahon worked for publishers Clarence House in Lowell. Never mind everybody in America knows anyways. We definitely know in Lowell where our biggest celebrity worked, right? Now, in this reality, it's always been a different company, American Family Publishing. Now, this is where the Cog D starts to set in on people. They want to throw away their experiences, their memories, things they've observed through their life. My journey has taught me to not do that, okay? Trust my instinct, trust my memory, trust my senses. People will tell you, oh, it's American Family Publishing. You must have been mixing up the companies. And I've seen some smart people and other things say, oh, well, maybe I was mixing up the smart companies. But here's the thing. You have the image, seared in your brain of Ed McMahon going to people's doors with a giant check and balloons. He's never done that in this reality. He didn't do that for the other company. He's never gone to people's doors with a giant check and balloons. Are you willing to throw that memory your way too and say nothing's happening? I'm just going to believe the Forbes article from over a decade ago that tells us it's all misremembering. And I'm just going to believe Google. This is what people do. They'll Google the new reality and make a Mandela Effect debunk video. It's like Google says it. No kidding, Google says that. Google's part of the physical matrix, and it updates in real time as these changes happen. So Ed McMahon's huge. The earth, the whole earth changing is huge. All the German attacks on American soil are huge for me. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't spend so much time on the the meteor movie ones, but there are huge ones that, that of course, I cover Star Wars and Wizard of Oz and Back to the Future and and the biggest ones. And I do cover some brands like Stofa's Volkswagen. I have many videos because Volkswagen not only changed the logo, the spelling changed. I used to own a 1997 Volkswagen Jetta GT, it was the first brand new car that I bought, the second car that I owned. Right. And that car was Volkswagen, spelled wagon, W-A-G-O-N. And there were two spellings of Volkswagen. There was W-A-G-E-N, which was in Germany and maybe some other European countries I know about, but definitely in Germany. And when I used to look online to order car parts, because you would look at catalogs back then, the Internet wasn't really a thing yet in 97. Right. I mean, it was it was there, but it wasn't, you know. So I'm looking and, and I go to order car parts, you would have to know, you know, if you order the American or the German and you would be able to easily differentiate by the spelling. Now, in this reality, Volkswagen has always been spelled with what? Only the German spelling, E-N. You're not going to tell me that I'm misremembering trying to order car parts and knowing that there were two different spellings of the Volkswagen and knowing that my logo was like this. And now it's completely split apart.
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, Nathan in chat reminded me about Sex in the City, Sex in the City. I mean, that one, I, my wife back in the day, it was like one of the only shows she ever watched. They watched that show and it was definitely Sex in the City. Now it's Sex and the City. It's like, it's funny, these little things, like this, these little edits of reality happening. It, for me, it just makes sense. These are micro edits that lead to uh, a massive different timeline change over time. Um, wow. Yeah. So there you go.
2: And, and the, the amount of residue on Volkswagen is, is insane. In fact, my friend Hugh TV who has a, uh, so you'll find when they do a real Volkswagen, original emblems usually change these oversized large ones. They're usually parts of a movie prop. This Volkswagen bus is part of a movie. I forget which one, cause I have so many now, but it remains on these movie prop cars. But here's the crazy thing. Just like with that c 3 pl that didn't change my friend Hugh TV has a Volkswagen bus, and he still has three original VW logo hubcaps on it. They haven't changed for whatever reason. One time he got a flat tire, the hubcap fell off, they replaced it, and, of course, it has a new reality one on it um also somebody wrote in the chat i just seen the word judgment in the chat with two e's check your bible Uh, i know there's still judgment with uh two e's that's accepted in certain situations and definitely in the uk but in the bible's judgment has changed to only having one e in it that also applies to the terminator two judgment day movie which is the real eyesore for me if you look at the artwork now judgment day t2 judgment day just has one e in it instead of two (laughs)
1: mm-hmm
0: So there you go, guys. Lots. Oh,
2: another thing, too. So another thing, too, with this logo, right, with the split. So right when uh, the current things that's going on now are kind of wrapping up in the world, right? So the last – so in the end of 2020, going into the Super Bowl era, they decided to do this, like, uh, they called it a socially distanced campaign, right? And they picked, like, four companies to socially distance their logo. They took the McDonald's arches. They spread them out. And they took this VW thing. And they spread it out even further to, like, make it more absurd and basically laugh in our face. And, you know, what's interesting is that year in the Super Bowl, Volkswagen had an ad on the Super Bowl during the Super Bowl. And at the end, it showed a Volkswagen car, but it was an animated car that flew across the screen. And then it flew into the front of the screen with the front of the car facing you. And it had an animated VW logo on it. And it didn't have the brake in it. On their own ad, dude.
0: Yeah fascinating. And yeah, and I was asked, you know, how can these small uh, edits lead to a timeline change? Well, one, I think they're rapidly expanding and increasing from some of the evidence that you've shown Brian, but my this is just my theory and that these are just tiny edits that that increase increase over time and lead to enough change where boom, You know, cosmically, all of a sudden, we're on a different timeline or something. We're, you know, like it is. It is like a Philip K. Dick novel in that way. I I personally believe this has has to do with our own collective consciousness and how, um, because we're all more and more connected thanks to the internet, we're seeing we're we're seeing these more, um, and we are unconsciously maybe causing some of these. But also, I do believe that black magicians are manipulating the reality in any way they can through their occulted means. And I also believe, yeah, there's there's some tie in with the creator matrix here uh, with the, the divine and giving us hints that we have the power to change our reality whenever we want. And that's why media is changed a lot, because that is what ties us together is music, movies, branding. These are all um, um, all things that we share uh, socially and culturally. Um, so things that we'll notice, but I think it's going to, well, it'll be interesting to see, Brian, in the next few years, um, wh- do, you know, is this going to expand and get more rapid and get larger and get more insane and uh, crazy as we yeah. uh, move forward? Yeah, I don't
2: well, think there's, going
1: down well. there's a reason also why traditional cultures always looked at their experience in more of an analogous uh, fashion rather than literal And, you know, when we try to decode old scriptures and things from way back in different civilizations, they had a whole way of talking and not uh, writing in literal sense. You know, the Bible was like that. It was all in metaphors and things uh, because they understood, I believe, the world is much more fluid than what we've been led to believe in that it's all these little parts that are cast in stone and nothing ever changes, which of course crystallizes us in our consciousness within that kind of perceptive reality. So I think all of that's blowing apart and we're starting to sit back now and really understand that uh, there's a whole different nature about it and the good thing is, is that it's going to reveal the creator and uh, the creator's glory and also uh, reveal our true potential within the creation. So um, yeah, hang on to your seats. I think this is only the beginning and it's just kind of preparing us for what's just going to be natural and that we're not in a fixed universe anymore. I do like the idea. That these are, you know, these are hints
0: that are showing us that reality is malleable and, but we are the ones that decide the timeline, not some exactly. third party. Yeah. We are the ones in our own individual timelines. We decide through our conscious, you know, direction of our mind and our emotions. Um, so, you know, I'm just playing with theories here. Obviously, like, I have no idea what's going on, but it's fun no, to be and, an open and mind. About do it.
2: I. And, and that's great to talk theories as long as we recognize that this is happening and it's indeed profound. and I know some people, you know, I get real fired up that might turn some people off or whatever, but it's like, dude, this supernatural change is happening to our reality, physical matters being changed, time's proven it's not linear. And whether you agree with, you know, a majority of the effects or not, you can't honestly say that nothing's changing. So of course I'm going to be passionate about it, especially when so many people are late to look into this or won't look into it or completely shut it down. And I see so many people get stuck in the physical on all different sorts of other truths, you know, and I have a lot of growing to do, and there'll be more after this. Uh, Let me just say that this is not the ultimate truth. It's not the be all end all, but neither is what you're looking at. And neither is what the next guy is looking at. We're all on this journey that keeps on going But everything else I looked at was about taking apart deception from the Apollo Moon program to 9-11, to the events at schools, to the event that's been going on the last two years. Uh, And this is something on a totally different level. This is about like decoding reality and what this place, how this place actually operates, not just what it is on the physical level. And all of it's important and it all ties together. And I would like to see a lot more great minds and hands on deck talking about it. That's why I really appreciate this type of conversation with you guys. Uh, really, really. Well, thanks.
1: Great. Uh, great thanks for you today, uh, Brian. This was great. Um, really a lot of fun. And anybody can quibble any one of these events and pick it apart and have uh, you know debates about it. But the fact is, is all the work that you've done has brought so much to light that uh, I don't think anybody can deny that there's something going on here. So uh, thanks. I think we can go a lot deeper in this in the future, and uh, your work has has uh, uh, done a lot just to more than just get us a good start.
2: Awesome, man. And I, you know, a couple months goes by, whatever, let people get a feel for this, and. You want to have me back? I think we should do a follow up episode, you know. But the ah, uh, we'd love to. The-
0: yeah, that'd be fun. And we I'll say it. this: one thing that you, I'll throw out to you guys, is have community at hand with this knowledge and um, reflect on your reality. And as you things see things change, if you all, it's all about having connection with other humans because that's how we see this: is we have the collective memory, we hold onto the memory, and then as the reality shifts, we can remember that. And we won't feel so schizophrenic when we're separated and isolated, which is what the system is de- designed to do. We start to feel more schizophrenic, like, wow, did I, is this just me? But that's how, why the Mandela effect is so powerful is because we have millions of people having these effects. So there's something- Matching
2: memories too, matching like word for word in so many examples, like Joel Olstein, for instance, if Joel Olstein has always been Joel Osteen and the Mandela effect. People are all just wrong. And I have shown everybody in the freaking truth movement, making videos about Joel Osteen and quoting his name all the time. Why would we all make the same exact mistake at the same spot in the same word and put the same exact wrong letter in it? That doesn't make any sense at all. to think that there's nothing behind this. Now, I'm not expecting you to jump and say, well, that's just definitely supernatural, but it's time to take a look. That's not normal. There's something to investigate here. To say that there's nothing fishy going on with this reality and ignore this is just, it's mind boggling to me. And that's where my frustration comes in. I'm surrounded by a lot of really smart people and a lot of things. Some get it, some don't. I'm hoping I'm increasing that number. I thought several years ago I would get a lot of other content creators to start talking about this as well. Not so much luck, but I am waking up. Many people in their chats and they are starting to want this type of content. Uh, This is very important. So whether we think it's and I do agree with the collective consciousness stuff. In fact, that's something I used to talk about a little bit more in my earlier years of it. I know more lately I talk about being the creator, giving us clues. I think it's a combination of definitely uh, most likely all of that. But whether you think it's Satan, parallel timelines, universes, uh, new earth, old earth, whatever, as long as you recognize this is happening and it's very profound, we're on the same team. Can I tell you real quick before we go why I don't believe in some of the theories I don't?
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, we talked, we talked about residue, right? And we talked about incremental changes. So if it's time travel, I don't think that there would be residue left over everywhere in this reality, because with the time travel, you didn't come from this reality. If it was, if there was, so for instance, the thinker statue is a good example. It went like this, fist to forehead, then it went fist to chin, but then it spread its fingers under the chin. And then eventually the right elbow came over to left knee. That's like four changes at least to that that we saw incrementally. So if there was one shift from one earth to the other, or we all jumped a timeline, we wouldn't see incremental changes. We would see it at once. Also, if we all jump timelines or one of those major events like that, we would see the exact same Mandela facts as each other. Granted, we both recognize that this is happening, but there's definitely ones that will sit on the other side of the fence of. So for me, you know, we're all in one reality. This reality is malleable. And uh, that that's my take on it. And I do think most of it's coming from the creator. Some of it is probably our influence on in this reality, which makes sense, because they want to hold us down and make us think we don't have these abilities. They're, they're so afraid of this coming out. You know, think of the potential we have if we can, what if we can, we can use this to like our advantage to change this realm? I mean, if we're manipulating the reality and changing things like Ed McMahon or whatever, you know, uh, what if we can harness that and focus that? Why not yeah. investigate this? Well, that's
0: what this precisely cha- that's what this channel is all about. That's what Alphabetics is all about. We talk about the spirit science, spirit science literally behind that, behind how we manifest our life through our own mind, our thought, consciousness. So, hey, Brian, this has been awesome. Um, uh, quickly let our community know how people can find you and follow you. Uh, and I'll put them these links
2: in the show links, uh, below too. Sure, you can find me basically every platform, just search Brian S. Stavely. Uh, but if you go to dose of reality show.com dose of reality show forwards.com. It'll just bring you to my website, hit the, my links and you'll see all my platforms, but primarily You know, I try to live stream when I can on YouTube, but I'm on two strikes again. So if you go to my YouTube channel, it's going to look like I have almost no content. But I have over 1,500 videos on my Odyssey, 1,000 videos on my Rockfin. There are 1,100 videos on my YouTube, but for two months, I'm going to have it on private so I don't lose the channel. Um, But I'm also on Rumble now. I know you guys said you're on there. I live streamed on Rumble a few times this week. So uh, Twitter, I'm also live streaming on Twitter, Facebook. I stopped doing D Live this week. I'm just done with it. I get no traffic over there. Um, So I'm not doing D5 do doing Twitch But basically YouTube, Rockfin And now Rumble, you should be able to find me Pretty easily, but just search my name Brian S. Stavely Uh, That'll bring me up on whatever platform you're on Or if you want specific links, emails You know, donations, whatever Those other links, just go to my website Doseofrealityshow.com And click my links, and I'll keep that updated As I lose channels or lose platforms Because that happens to me all the time
0: (laughs) Beautiful brother. Hey, we, we really appreciate you and everything you're doing out in the world. Um, you know, you're, you're living your truth, man. So we've been yeah. on- honored to have you on here today.
1: Yeah. And Thank we'll you. do a part two.
0: Awesome. Definitely. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever want a bear to pop in on your side of the things, uh, I'd love, he would love yeah. to probably talk about some of the physics behind these effects. And we will probably do an alpha cast on that, huh, Bear? On waveform mechanics and yeah. the manipulation of time. So- um,
2: Yeah, well, well, while we have this, because eventually, you know, I'll put this up for my people to see on my channel or whatever. Why don't you tell me what you told me earlier, Bear, about what you've been into for the last 40 years that has really come to the light in the last two years? That's something you've, you've known for a very long time about the way the body works and, you know, keep this YouTube safe for your own sake or whatever. But can you tell people a little bit? Because they'd be really interested in that.
1: Yeah, well, I witnessed it, uh, I witnessed uh, real time changes in bodies that were supposedly physically impossible, and um, and it came about when people just literally changed their perception. And what I realized my role as a physician really was early on was to help them change that perception, and then biology would follow. And, uh, and of course, we had to work in, in such a way because we we're doing different things that uh, you know, the powers that shouldn't be would uh, come after us if people too many people were getting better from things that they shouldn't be getting better from. So it got into that uh, that, that whole witnessing anatomical changes take place that in the conventional system were considered impossible. And um, so my entry into all this is that, biology is really uh you know just a manifestation or mirroring where we are in our consciousness and uh that led me later on to understand more about how this whole physical reality is malleable not just our own biology so we can go deep into any of those things
2: well you were also very very early in the game to do with uh germ versus terrain if you know what i mean right i mean that's what Mm -hmm. uh
1: oh yeah that's uh (laughs) The, the biggest uh, hoax of them all, I mean, and you think of the fear that has been uh, surrounded that and all of the things that we have been coerced into doing because of that belief system and all the immense suffering uh, to present time. And it's just, to me, mind boggling that people can still believe that, but it's just so engrammed deeply into our neurology that it's, it's tough for people to lose it. Yep.
0: amazing amazing how all the truth is uh unfolding in front of us like never before we are living in magical times i'll tell you and i think that's what's causing a lot of these glitches <laughs> you know it's seeing the black cat walk in front of you twice uh it's the reality nudging you hey hey what do you think this really is this is a, a mind construct we're in and let's have fun with it let's play with it let's use it to our advantage um let's do things like i work on uh goal setting and doing great uh, gratitude journals uh every day i write the 10 things I'm, I'm grateful for in the day and using these alchemical um sciences to improve my life and this stuff works so i hope you guys really love this one like we did this has been fantastic we'll have brian back on again uh this is such a deep topic we just scratched the surface And hey, thanks again, Brian. If you guys uh, resonated with this, please give us a like, a follow, a thumbs up, share with your friends and family. This really helps get the information out to more folks. As everyone um, knows somebody who's recently woken up to uh, the greater truths of this reality, I think it's a magical time for that. So we are blessed. Thanks again, Brian. Hey, uh, remember to get outside, get your feet in the ground, go plant something, go for a hike. Mother Nature is our best healer and teacher. And, uh, let's not forget that it's so simple as literally going out to the park in your city or running up the, taking your kids up a trail, uh, do that every day if you can. And, um, you'll start seeing more and more Mandela effects probably <laughs> love you guys. And <laughs> we'll see, uh, next week. Cheers.